Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. I'm out of breath. I'm fat. I can't even talk. That's how fat I am. Uh, today is what's today? Tuesday, March 21st. 2022 this is episode number 630 or some shit like that i don't know what is it it's 630 of very on day hey welcome to the show my whole screen just went blank that's so weird uh super freaky deaky weird uh but thanks for being here thanks for showing up hello i uh I appreciate you guys coming back yesterday's debacle of a celebration. By the way, shout out Killian Music. Oh, look at that. Uh, very cute girl. Look at that. She said, uh, howdy, how sending some love and support on behalf of Killian. Hey, well, thank you very much. Uh, very cute girl. I appreciate you. Yeah. Killian's music hit me up. He was like, yo, I spread the love. I told people, so you should hit your 1000 followers. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that. After yesterday, somebody trying to sabotage the show and our, our, our celebration. And what's what was amazing about it is that um, oh my god! It just looked we have a thousand and eight. Let's go! Look at Killian killing the game. Let's go! Thank you so much. Yes, what's up? Uh, yeah, yesterday we were celebrating, and it was kind of apropos uh, when you consider that your boy is chubby, fat, and likes to eat, and uh, our one thousandth follower was named Taco. Duh. I mean, the only thing that would have made it better is like if, if somebody named brisket or ribeye would have been the 1000 or ice cream or chips or soda or there's a lot. Um, but yeah, that would uh, that would have been it was awesome. And then somebody unfollowed like an asshole and and now we're back. So uh, but yeah, Killian Music, uh, appreciate the shout out. And we nailed down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine new followers because of that. So Sir, I salute you. Uh, and Barry Cute, thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. Much appreciated. It sounds weird when I say Barry Cute because Barry and then you were Barry, but you're B E A like a ow, and I'm B E A like a. Well, I guess that. I don't know. Anyways, welcome. Um, I'll be honest with you. Light sports day. So we're going to go ahead and kick it off like we do on the days when your boy doesn't prepare like he should uh, or is uh there's not a ton of of topics so yeah we got us uh we got us an ask me anything about anything kind of day happening just put hashtag a m a a a in the chat and when you do that i'll find it and uh i will answer it and you literally can ask me don't ask me about my sex life 
um, or, or, you know, intimate details about me and my wife. Other than that, uh, it's fair game and I will answer it. You can ask me about string theory, uh, space, what's the meaning of life, anything, because I'm, I'm pretty much the smartest person that I know. Uh, and, uh, I can answer, uh, any question about anything. So fire away, put it in the chat and I'll get to it. Uh, what did Barry cute girl say? If it's easy, you can call me bear. I could do that. I could do that. I could do that bear. It was just also like my nickname with my family. So it's weird. Uh, all right, let's get to the chat. If you're new to the program, that is the shout out to the chat. That is not the past tense of shit. It is me saying hello and what's up to the people that make this show possible. You guys. Uh, all right. Now, I got to admit that Alan Denson was in early, 1.30. He said, greetings, deckhead. Chris Reyes popped in at 1.33. So Alan's the greatest deckhead in the history of the world for the next three hours. And then it's back to just regular old ass Alan Denson. Uh, but Alan and Reyes popping in early and showing uh, showing support. But in my chat window, Jesus got in early. What's up, big boy? Uh, Jeff Bell is here early. And so is Alex Villanueva. My sweet, sweet Donna showed up. It's good to see you, sweetie. Thank you. Terrence J, what is happening, pimping? Why does my screen keep going blank? That is so weird. I got to figure that out. Uh, I feel like something's about to crash. Like, it's just something bad is going to happen. That's a bad omen. Uh, John Dory, what's up, pimp? Good to see you. Alex Villanueva, how are you? FJ, what's up, homie? Good to see you, man. Uh, Mr. Pettit, Brad Pettit's in the building. Hello. Uh, he said, let's go, you dirty deckhead. You're damn right. Uh, Mr. Reyes, I got one deep. What's up, homie? Nah, deckheads run that train. No, 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 damn it. Did we get a train going? No, that was yesterday. Okay. Hey, Todd, the show. Thank you for the resup. Appreciate you, pimp. And homo Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Much appreciated, man. Uh, who else is here? Uh, Memesters. What's up, Mimi? Good to see you. Who else? Cisco. Hi from Fredericksburg. Therapy is done. I have therapy tomorrow, and let me tell you what. Uh, it's needed. It's necessary. I, uh, oof, boy, the anxiety is off the charts for me right now. So, uh, it's definitely necessary and needed. Who else is here? Who else? Uh, hold on. Let me go to the next page. Page three. Todd, the show. What's up, homie? Todd, is that your, uh, is, is that your, uh, tattoo for real? No way. Your lies, Todd. Is that your tattoo or is that just a, a photo that you got from the interwebs? I, I want to know. If that's really yours, I need to see it. What's up, Tony the Handsome? Good to see you. Hey, what's up, AJB? How you doing, pimping? Uh, who else is here? DJ Maddie showed up. Happy National Crunchy Taco Day. It's Taco Tuesday. Oh, okay. Uh, are we, are we, uh, we need to do a poll. Let's do a poll right now. A very scientific, very important poll. I'm glad DJ Maddie brought this up uh, because, you know, on this show, we're a sports talk and entertainment show, 100%. But we uh, also solve a lot of the world's problems. Too bad the world's not watching. Hey, could you shut the fuck up? Sorry. I don't know why my phone keeps going off. I should mute it probably uh but yeah we solve a lot of the world's problems and we do that usually through twitter polls or twitch polls uh so we're going to solve one of those conundrums slash dilemmas slash problems right now uh what is a better crunchy taco soft 
taco. You have five minutes to vote. The world is depending on you, deckheads. Make it happen. Uh, thank you, Brian. Brian said, nice hat, Barry. Yeah, these are one of those sample ones that I had made. I still have yet to figure out how to get the um, the glue down on the ends. So we're working on that process, trying to get it uh, so that we can get these out to the market. Get some at the, at the shows. Uh, but I think we'll figure it out. Let's see. Who else is here? So we got DJ Maddie. We got, uh, what's up, Barry Cute Girl? Again, thank you for being here. FJ, what's up, homie? And Homo Astros fan, how are you? Let's see. Dick Willie, Rockets sucking very well last night. Man, uh, God forbid they get back on defense, right? What a what a time to be alive. You just run around and shoot and don't play defense. That's, that's what they do. That's how they do it. Uh, Sean said, did we find out who unfollowed off with their heads? I don't know, but boy, they're assholes. I'll just say that. Um, What is this, Dick Willie? You like that little Littleton signing? I mean, he is a little old, solid veteran linebacker that D'Amico seemed to want. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. To be honest with you, I haven't even really looked at uh, any signings or, or anything since we got off yesterday because it's just been nonstop trying to get some other shit done uh, for the comedy side of things. So I really hadn't done a ton of sports other than watching the Rockets while I worked last night. So I'll have to take a look and see what you said. Uh, here's Tony the Handsome. That's an AMAAA. I'll add that to the queue. Willis Reed died? Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Uh, who else did I miss? Oh, Cece. What's up, girl? Cece's here. I mentioned Dick Willie. Catfish. What's up? Uh, thank you, uh, Jesus. I am number one. Yes, yes, you are, Jesus. In your mind, absolutely. What's up, Sandoval? Sandoval's got to ask me anything. I'll add that to the list. Uh, Todd, the show says that is his actual tattoo. That's pretty badass, dude. That's pretty badass. Um, uh, that had to hurt. Super Bowl winning linebacker on the team is never a bad thing. True. Uh, well, let's see. Crunchy wrap. Crunch wrap greater than regular taco. So many polls lately. Okay. This is not. What's up, Potch? The hat is real nice. Thank you. One thing I don't like about it is I used the, because, you know, if you look at the, what's it called? um, The logo. It's kind of, uh, it's a, it's a, what is it called? It's a gradient fill, right? So the actual logo has it to where it's like slightly grayish right here. And then it gets dark to black. And I think I'm going to take that off so that the background is just all black. Because I think it, uh, it looks like it's faded and dirty. And so I'm going to, we'll, we'll get that fixed and it'll just all be black at the bottom. So that'd be cool. Um, flips at both hard and soft crunch tacos are just folded up nachos. One time, this is a true story. One time I was on the interwebs, uh, searching. I don't know. I got, I got stuck in some sort of like life hack, uh, black hole. You know how you go down like a rabbit hole of, of different videos. I was in a life hack uh rabbit hole on youtube i said black hole i meant rabbit hole i was in a life hack and i saw a couple of different videos on youtube where i was like one of them was a life hack that showed you how to tie your shoelaces faster and it literally shaves off like 0.3 seconds so instead of like boo 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 it's like boo 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 I'm like, if you need a life hack for tying your shoes faster, you are really bad at time management. I'm bad at time management, 
but I've never been like, fuck, I need a faster way to tie my shoes. I'm going to be late. I'm already late, first of all. Second of all, you're talking about get, get you some Velcro. Get you some slip-ons. No, we got to shave off 0.2 seconds. And the other life hack that I saw, what's up, Ice? Good to see you. The other life hack that I saw, it was really, really stupid. Uh, by the way, Ice, first time chatter. Thanks for being here. Good afternoon. Uh, the other life hack that I saw that was so stupid. What's up, Heartthrob? Good to see you, man. Sorry, I missed you. Um, it was some chick. She goes, here's a life hack for eating tacos. She's like, what you do is you get an extra shell or tortilla and you put it on the plate. And then as you eat the tacos, the stuff falls into that extra shell and you uh, now you save all the stuff. And I was like, bitch, that's not a life hack. That's just making an extra taco. What are you talking about? It was so stupid. All right, the poll has ended. Oh, we have a winner. And the winner is Soft Tacos. What? Soft Tacos is your winner. 73% of you voted that soft tacos are better than crunchy tacos. 73% of you have weak teeth. I guess. I don't know. That's that's just an assumption. 72% of you have meth mouth. Okay. It's only like three of you. Uh <laughs> 16 voted soft tacos, uh, six voted uh, crunchy tacos. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like tacos except the one I live with. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> Life hacks overthink shit, said FJ. Yes. Yes, they do, FJ. Yes, they freaking do. It's so stupid. So dumb. Uh, by the way, I saw FJ said he got his tickets to Hop Scholar. That's dope. And RSVP'd for the watch party. That's dope. Now, FJ, you just got to get your tickets for the Roast of Houston Sports on April 5th, and you will have hit the trifecta, my friend. You will have gotten all the punches on your punch card. That's what. That's where we're at. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's. Don't forget, ask me anything about anything. Uh, I could eat street tacos for every meal. Yeah, they're pretty good. Soft tacos equals street tacos. Uh, now see, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking like flour soft tacos, like you get at Taco Bell. Uh, but that's a really good point. That's a really good point. The the uh the soft tacos are also street tacos. So yeah, that checks out. That checks out. I was I'm normally a crunchy taco guy. I like uh I like the crunch. It's like, it's like you're cheating, right? It's like you're getting to eat chips and eat tacos. What's up, Mark G? But, but I get it now. Like, and then, you know, having a Mexican wife and she makes street tacos or soft tacos and she makes her own taco shells and I can, I can go both ways. Not that way. I'm saying taco wise. I regret that too. I meant like, you know, as far as which one, what, what thing I use to hold meat. Still no. Damn it. If you just forget it. Ah, <sighs> uh, Reyes hasn't asked me anything about anything. I'll add that could never be done the other way with dad, daughter. Don't know what that is. Jared Taylor hasn't asked me anything about anything. Got that. Potch said white people taco night. 
Don't know what that is. Soft tacos are just burritos without beans. I mean, you don't wrap it and fold it up like a burrito. Um, but okay. <laughs> Look at that. What's up, player? Speaking of tacos, there, there they are. Taco existential. Our 1,000th follower. I don't give a fuck what the stats say. We were just talking tacos, Taco. We're just talking about you, Taco. We're TMI, Barry. To each throw. Shut up, Alan. I love you, buddy. Uh, all right, let's get to these. Ask me anything about anything, and and uh, we'll weave those in. And we're gonna do some sports headlines here. Uh, let me look at the ask me anything's real quick. Here we go. Did Richard the Third really kill his nephew in the London Tower? That's the rumor, and that's a really good ask me anything about anything, uh, Tony. A really good. Ask me anything about anything. Did Richard III really kill his nephews in the London Tower? Uh, it's a it's a good question. Oh, Denson, thank you for the 200 bits. Terrence. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Terrence said, I'm her. What's up, you good damn dirty deckheads? What's up, Terrence, man? Thank you for the 10 bits, my friend. Much appreciated. And same to you, Alan Denson. Thank you for the bits. All right, let's answer Tony's Ask Me Anything About Anything before we get to the sports headlines. Uh, the question was, did Richard III really kill his nephews in the London Tower? So that's the rumor, right? But the actual truth is only one of them uh, did he kill in the London Tower. That was it. The rest of them were kind of lumped into the rumor. In fact, the the, the others are still alive. They're just... Uh, they were just, uh, well, they're not still alive. That would be super weird, but they, they lived, they just went into hiding. Um, and later they returned during one of the, uh, Richard the third concerts as a hologram. And so that was pretty cool. But yeah, he only killed one of them in the London tower. The others were just rumors and conjecture. CC, thank you for the 25 minutes. Sweetie. So there you go. Like I said, smartest guy I know. You can't, there's nothing you can stump me with. Ask me questions and I shall have answers for you. All right, let's get to our sports headlines. I need a drink first. Oh, wish it was beer. Uh, I remember the good old days when I used to drink all the time on this show and then became an alcoholic. So bad old days too. All right, here's your sports headlines for today, March uh, 21st, 2023. Uh, suspended Alabama defensive back Tony Mitchell drove 141 miles an hour before he was arrested. Uh, it was arrested on uh, excessive speed. He had a weapon on him. Uh, distribution, or, or uh, it was arrested on marijuana charges with intent to distribute. So it's a whole ass mess. He's been suspended. And, um, just a, just a, you know, another, another unfortunate, uh, incident where we have college football kids with their whole life ahead of them. And it's just dumb, doing dumb shit, doing kid shit. And you think, man, this is, I don't know if it's just kids being kids or if it's sometimes you hear about it with athletes and you think, did they think they were untouchable? And I, I cause I thought about that. I was like, you know what? My inclination uh, was, ah, these damn athletes think they're above the law because they're athletes and they've always been given their way and they think they're untouchable and they think they can do whatever they want. And then I was like, you know what, though? 
that just described every teenager I know, every kid I know. That's how we are. That's what that's how we were as kids. A lot of us just think we were above the law. You do dumb shit as a kid. And yeah, I say they're a kid because, you know, they're still in college and I, I get it. You're an adult and all that. But at the same time, even when I was college aged, I did stupid shit. So not going to college was one of them. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. So so there's that. Dante Hightower has retired uh, from the NFL, stayed with the Patriots his entire career. Was one of those guys that you you always knew of, you always heard of. Was never like a super duper star. However, um, was not only well respected, but was kind of like one of those unsung heroes of the Patriots when they were the dynasty that they were. So uh, Dante Hightower, I think I, I was reading an article this morning about him or about the retirement. And they were like one of the hardest hitting linebackers of all time. I don't remember that. I wouldn't have used that narrative, but okay, that fine. I guess I could go back and watch some highlights and, and see if that checks out. But, uh, but yeah, Dante Hightower retiring after three titles with the Patriots. Uh, Dylan Brooks is at it again. If you didn't know Dylan, the villain, Another one-game suspension. He's got 18 technicals in the NBA this year, and after so many, you start getting suspended each time you get one. And uh, he was taunting the Mavs bench uh, when the Grizzlies and Mavs were playing. And uh, he did some weird thing, like saying that basically, I forget who it was, but one of the Mavs players, he was basically calling him a cheerleader. He's like, you're just on the bench cheering with your stupid little pom-poms. And he got teed up, and now he'll miss another game, so... Memphis boy. Memphis is the new Portland. Just bad boys. Just they're just naughty. They're so naughty. They're like the 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 Portland Trailblazers of the Detroit Pistons. They're just naughty. Um and lastly, Japan scored two in the ninth to outduel Mexico in the World Baseball Classic. A dramatic finish. A fun, exciting finish. And this is why, this is why I love the World Baseball Classic. This is why it's so great. It's needed. It's necessary and it should be around forever. Because you get, you know, you, you got America overcoming obstacles to make it to the to the to the to the title game. You got Japan uh, beating Mexico to make it to the to the title game unexpectedly, and 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 it was it's been great games, and it's just good for baseball. It's good for baseball. It spreads the word about baseball. It gets a lot of eyes on baseball that normally wouldn't be watching baseball. Was that all the narratives that I read? Was that was that everything? that people have been saying about it. Let me tell you something. None of this changes my view, okay? I don't give a shit. Are the, have these last couple of games been good and exciting? Yeah, yeah, they have. They've been great. But that doesn't unring the bell of Jose Altuve and Edwin Diaz. Yeah, oh, cool, this is great. You know who had the best idea? Uh, BZH420 on the Barry on Deck Discord. This is what he said. Why is the World Baseball Classic being played right now? Why not play it after the World Series? Oh, genius absolute genius because i was saying do it during the olympics but my point was just to prove that all these millionaires that say wow we love this this is better than winning a world series yeah right you giving up them checks didn't think so so i like that compromise don't do it in spring training don't do it uh in in season at the olympics if you want to do the world baseball classic do it in november right after world series right when it's done do it. Or 
or better yet, to prove a point. And this is the last time I'm going to rant about the the this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Big O Chitty said uh, weather not permitting. Yeah, well, that there's that, but you can play it indoors. You know what I mean? You can find some places to play it indoors, um, or you could play it maybe in in um, you know more equator friendly regions. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Um, but how about you play it during the World Series? Hear me out. Because once again, everybody's like, this is so great and it means so much more than some stupid World Series. That doesn't matter. What matters is all these other countries and players and people and teams that don't get an opportunity again. The World Series is not inclusive. Blah, 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 blah. And it's not about the money, blah, blah. Oh, no shit. So it's not about the World Series and it's not about the money? Cool. Then run the WBC during the World Series and let's see how that fucking goes. Didn't think so. Smiss me with the bullshit. Uh, Sean said I liked my idea, thought my idea was better. Oh, just cancel it all? No, Sean, your idea sucked. <laughs> your idea sucked, Sean. Uh, no. No, 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 not doing that. Are we still talking about the WBC? I'm done. I'm done. It's just something new happens all the time with a mark. You know, something new happens. We got to touch on it. I mean, you know, it's a big deal, Mark. It's a big, big deal. Uh, We need that kind of energy in the MLB. And yes, move it to after the season 100. See, I agree. I, I did. I, I think it's a really good idea. I wouldn't be opposed to it in November. Because then if somebody gets hurt like an Altuve and they're going to miss three months because of surgery, guess what? You have your surgery in November, December, Jan, Feb. You're ready to go in March for spring training. You're good to go. Edwin Diaz, if, it, if he was out for six months, cool. You missed the first three months is, is, is uh, what? You'd miss November, December, Jan, Feb, March. That's five months right there. You'd miss one month of the season on an injury like that instead of the whole year. So I'm good with it. I'm good with it. <laughs> Uh, Mark said, Barry, I didn't know it was happening until you mentioned it a week or so ago. Yeah, there you go. And there you go. That's, that's, there's that. Uh, what else does this say? That WBC game was so much fun to watch this whole tourney. Yeah, I, I hear it's been good. I haven't, I haven't watched, but I, I hear it's been good. Uh, okay, I'm back. Start the, start the last 10 minutes over. Oh, my bad, Alex. My bad. I didn't know you, uh, you weren't here yet. Let's go. Bitch, please. All right. <laughs> um, I feel like I missed something. Tacos was the funny odd dude on the show, The League. Didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> Taco Ex- Existential said I'm way cooler. Barry, when I go for the Talladega race in April, I'll be staying in Birmingham, Alabama for two nights. Awesome. Uh, Birmingham was a pretty chill little city. It was pretty cool. I dug it. I dug it. It wasn't bad. Um, Chris Reyes. Okay. So let's do, let's do a couple of ask me anythings and then we'll get on to some other topics that I have queued up. Let's go. Here we go. Uh, this is Sandoval. Ask me anything about anything. Do you like tripas or barbacoa tacos? Didn't say that right at all. Uh, ask me anything about anything too. rig red or Mr. Pib. Is it, see, I can't roll my R's, so I can't say tripas. Not white. It sounds so white when I say it. Because it's like you got to be all tripas or some shit. And I can't do it. I can't do it. The, the whiteness in me takes over. And it's just like, nope, 
We're going to wipe this shit up. Hey, Bubba, do you like the trip ass or the barbacoa? Uh, I'm going to go barbacoa. Now, I used to not eat barbacoa um, mostly because I grew up white. And uh, I met my Hispanic wife. And she started eating barbacoa. And I was like, what is that? She was like, barbacoa. I was like, oh, what part of the cow is that? And she was like, cheek. I was like, what? The cheek. I was like, that's fucking gross. She goes, just try it. And then I tried it. And it was like that cow's cheek made love to my mouth. It's like our cheeks had sex. So good. I'm a big cheek guy now. Love me some cheek. Mm-mm-mm. So I'm gonna go barbacoa on that. And then you said Big Red or Mr. Pib. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, Sandoval. I don't I don't know. I'm not a big red fan. What happened to my there we go. I'm not a big red fan. <sighs> so I'm gonna go Mr. Pib. It's like the DH gate Dr. Pepper. I'll go Mr. Pib on that. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. That's that. All right. Uh one more. Let's do Jared Taylor's and then. Well, I guess I could do them all. It don't matter. We got we got three fucking hours of this nonsense. Uh, but we do have some baseball to discuss. We do have some NFL to discuss. Uh, we can talk basketball. We can talk whatever. We Whatever. Whatever. Uh, I even have some non-sports that we can get into as well, if you're into that sort of thing. CC, did I miss your bits? No, I didn't. Show me your bits. All right. Um, all right, Jared Taylor's ask me anything about anything. Why does Wi-Fi suck so much? Is there a way to have your phone or Wi-Fi disconnect from a shitty signal to the better signal? Automatically. Um, Wi-Fi sucks because um, it is it is the amount of data that you're sending. And it, it is uh, it sends it through the air. And in, that in and of itself is not a big deal. But the fact is, is that the data is comprised of ones and zeros. And um, when you get down to the molecular structure of air and you start to take into account uh, the binary representation of data as it as it's compiled and floats through air, it can sometimes sometimes uh, it can scramble the bits. And then what you're left in bytes. And so if you're not computer you know, smart like me, bits and bytes, ones and zeros, it's just all the, the data. And so, yeah, the molecules of air basically scramble up the data. So when you receive the data or you're sending, transmitting the data, uh, it ends up scrambled on the other end and your laptop goes, I don't know what this is. And it just doesn't work. Yeah. And so, so it's not Wi-Fi's fault. Really, it's air's fault. You just blame it on the air. Yeah, that's, that's science. Uh, and, and, and no, there's no way to, uh, find a shitty signal and jump off of it automatically onto a better signal. You can roam on Wi-Fi. We're like, Oh, find me another one. Um, what you can do is if you get a Wi-Fi signal, that's shitty, click on it and, uh, choose Sandoval said nerd. Shut up Sandoval. Uh, what you can do is click on it and choose, forget this network. Yeah. Kind of like you do with an ex-wife. Wouldn't that be great if that was a setting? Forget this ex. Forget this wife. Forget this husband. Forget this boyfriend. Forget this girlfriend. That would be great if it was like Wi-Fi. And you know what? People are like Wi-Fi. They're very unreliable. Yeah, they're very unreliable. And you can't just go from one to the next easily. There's a bit of a, you know, 
there's a bit of a there's a bit of a transitional period that you got to go through. So, all right, there you go, Jared Taylor. That answers that question, and we'll get to more of those as they come in. Uh, FJ said, "I take more notes for ask me anything about anything than I do at work." Nice, very nice. I like. Uh, even though he didn't put hashtag in front of it, I'll still allow Cel- uh, Celio's AMAAA. Hey, Celio, you coming to the? Uh, you coming to the Hop Scholar, buddy? You gonna be there? Yeah, I used. I was so used to seeing your pretty face, and I uh, haven't seen you at the last one or two. So, uh, you coming back or what, pimp? Billy D. Washington is going to be there Friday, March 31st. It's going to be dope. You can get tickets on my website, uh, and that's the best place to go find them. Barryisfunny.com. But, uh, yeah, March 31st. And then if you're in Houston, Texas watching this right now and you want to do the trifecta, this is the trifecta, all right? March 31st, you come to the uh, Comedy Night at Hop Scholar up here in Spring, Texas. Potch is going to be there. That's what's up. Steven Luther's going to be there. That's what's up. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we're doing that March 31st, Billy D. Washington, uh, Jesse Saldana and myself going to be a killer show. That's Friday, March 31st, Saturday, April one is the very important deckhead watch party at Kobo's invitation only. You have to be a member of the Patreon, uh, in order to, uh, participate in our little watch party. I mean, you know, Kobo's is open to the public. Obviously you can go and show up and hang out, but all of the fun things that we'll be doing. What the hell? Why am I not on screen now? This is so weird. That's super duper weird. Uh, oh, that was weird. I don't know what happened there. I think I put the wrong thing up there. Yeah, I sure did. Uh, anyways, yeah, I mean, obviously Kobo's open to the public, but all the cool stuff we'll be doing, you'll have to be uh, part of the watch party and, and we'll have our own section and whatnot and get some drink tickets, I think. And uh, we're going to have like door prizes, all, all kinds of, we have like eight things that were uh, given away for free. You don't pay anything to get in. You don't, you're just a deckhead. That's, you're just a Patreon deckhead. Uh, you and a plus one, you're both eligible. And it's stuff like we'll have some Barry on deck swag, <coughs> new, new, uh, the new gear. Uh, we'll have some Apollo media swag. That's right. We got uh, uh, the, the, the guys over at Apollo media to give us some of their swag. Um, let's see. We've got a $50 Amazon gift card. We've got two $25 cash prizes. Uh, tickets to the to the roast of Houston sports uh, the following week, and we've got um, uh, 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 Raul and Cobos uh, Q are throwing in some of their swag as well. So we just got a, a bunch of cool stuff to give away. You just all you got to do is just be there, and hang out, and have fun. So you can RSVP. Um, the link is on the deck. It's on the, the the Discord. It's on the Patreon, and it was emailed to you. So check that out. If you're having problems with the password, well, that's because my dumbass accidentally sent it to my entire mailing list instead of just the Patreon deck heads and people were like i live in dallas what what's the password can i go no my bad fuck i sent it to uh, the wrong group so i had to change the password so if you're struggling to get an rsvp just let me know uh lastly last plug so you got you got march 31st april 1st and then april 5th and that is the uh barry on deck barry is funny trifecta the roast of houston sports again tickets at barry myself jesse payton 
Nathaniel Amador and others. I'm trying to get my boy Tishon Shannon to get in, uh, who was a writer for Saturday Night Live. I've got some some athletes that I'm inviting, so it's gonna be fun. Even if even if all of my wildest dreams for this show don't come true, it's still gonna be a good time. It's gonna be stand up comedy. We're gonna be roasted and just talking shit and talking sports. It's gonna be a good time. So uh, get those tickets for that and make a make it a trifecta. March 31st, April 1st, April 5th. Boom. Reyes says, that's a lot of Barry. Yeah, it just, it wasn't supposed to be this way. It wasn't supposed to be like this. But then the improv kind of fucked me on my date for the roast. So we had to move it and I didn't want to wait. And it just ended up falling this way. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it is a lot. I get it. I get it. Um, so there we go. All right. Now let's see. What did I miss? So if I walk out uh, in my garage listening to BOD, it skips and lags. Oh, that sucks. In my house, I have extenders, and I won't drop the shit uh, one for the one I'm standing next to. Really? Um, I tried to doing the forget this X thing, but it's hard when you have kids. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Posh said I'll be there at the Hop Scholar. Thank you, buddy. Uh, uh, Celio said I'm going to try to make it. My daughter has softball practice on Friday at 730. And I'm a coach. Might take some extra clothes and have my wife pick her up. Oh, nice. Bring the wife, fam. Bring the wife. Mrs. Denson and I will be at the watch party for sure. That's awesome. I'm thinking about going to the watch party. You should. I saw you RSVP'd already, so that's cool. Uh, get your RSVPs in, man. And don't listen. I'll be honest with you. And this, this as a performer, as a someone who you know, sells tickets and whatnot, Nothing is worse than if you say you're going to go and then you don't go. And and honestly, when I was talking to my team about all of this, I was like, listen, whatever, whatever we get as far as RSVPs and people that say they're coming to Hop Scholar or people that say they're coming to the, the improv roast on Facebook and stuff, it's going to be half or less. Half or less. And right now we have like 46 RSVPs for the watch party. I'm counting on seeing about 20 of you. Honest to God. So I would say this. Don't RSVP, especially because there's only a limited number. It's, you know, don't RSVP if you're not going to go. And um, certainly don't do that on like Facebook because it sucks. It's it's demoralizing when you think, man, I'm going to have 100 people show up for this. And then like 25 show up. And you're like, well, fuck. So it's better just to not get it. Um, Brian's at Barry. I'll be there in spirit. Uh, nice buddy. I appreciate you. We'll be thinking about you. We'll do a toast in your honor. Uh, I should be able to make it to hop scholar. Oh, that's what's up, Mark. It'd be good to see you, man. Come on out. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk. We were talking baseball for a second. Unless shit hits the fan. I'll be there. That's what's up. Pimp. That's what's up. Let's talk for a second about this baseball. We were talking World Baseball Classic. And as you know, there's a shit ton. There is an absolute crap ton of new rules in baseball. And now Major League Baseball is saying they're going to tweak some of these rules before opening day gets here. And uh, the the players, uh, or sorry, MLB's competition committee and the Players Association got together. They talked about some things, and I've got an article here from The Athletic that I'm looking at. And um, it says that the Players Association brought some suggestions to the league. The commissioner's office ultimately controls the outcome of the competition committee process. But the, uh, the when the committee let, m- m- met late last summer, 
they moved for a vote on the new rules. Players' reps voted against the pitch clock and banning the shift, believing that they were potential problems that could arise. So we've got the spring training games. Time has dropped on an average of 25 minutes. And now at two hours and 36 minutes to play a game, it used to be 3.01. And I'll say it. I say it every time, and I will keep saying it. As long as this is a damn question and an issue, I will keep saying it. But the fact of the matter is, a televised baseball game is no longer than a televised football game. You watch an NFL football game, guess what? Three hours, 20 minutes. Fact. That's how long it takes. If they're telling me that a baseball game was three hours and one minute, it's no longer than watching a football game. You just wanted something to bitch about, America. So shut the fuck up. It doesn't make sense. Like the time doesn't make sense. This argument is no no one's bitching about how long a football game is. No one is bitching. If football is too long, it's three hours and 30 minutes. No one's saying that. Except Sean. I'm sure he's bitching about all that. Uh, but here it says, um, there have been some rough moments and players in the union have continued to express concerns among them that the 15 second pitch timer is too constricting with no one on base. Uh, the hitters should get slightly more time and shouldn't need to be in the box and alert to the pitcher with eight seconds left on the timer. Uh, the players who are involved in a defensive play to end one half inning should get extra time if they're leading off the next half inning. Okay. And uh, the, uh, that hitters should be allowed more than one timeout per plate appearance. Uh, absolutely not. I think that's fine. Um, I'm checking in doing my tab supports. Well, I appreciate you, uh, Barry Q. Girl, much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, man, if MLB keeps adding new stupid rules, Heartthrob said, uh, they'll end up with more than Nick Cannon has kids. <laughs> nice. Very nice. I like uh, Yeah, it's not so much that they're adding more rules. They're tweaking the rules that they have added, right? So I think that's what they're considering uh, overall. They just use it as an experiment, so we'll, we'll see. I guess the big bases are staying. Uh, MLB spokesperson Glenn Kaplan said, if it's a small tweak that needs to be made, that can be done. I don't think you're going to see a large wholesale change of any kind. It sort of depends on exactly what you're talking about. You've seen in different rule changes uh, that we've made in the past that we certainly make, I guess, what I would call interpretations or uh, provide guidance in the middle of the season based on how the experience unfolds. So we'll see. I don't think it's going away. If you were expecting for the pitch clock or the batter clock or any of that shit to go away, it's probably here to stay at least for a while because they got to speed up the game because right now uh, baseball gets done faster than a football game and we can't have that. Makes no sense. It's so stupid. So how many of you have watched any um, uh, uh, um, spring training baseball? Put a, put a one in the chat if you've watched spring training baseball. And if you have, and if you put a one in a chat, in the chat, um, what has been your thoughts on the new rules? Uh, have you liked it? Uh, does it does it make the game better? Have you enjoyed it? Have you noticed? I mean, other than you know people talking about it incessantly, especially in the beginning, what do you think of the new rules? What do you think of the pitch clock? What do you think of the batter clock? What do you think of no shift? Are you, are you digging the direction that baseball is headed? Or are you like, eh, I kind of like the old way better. Bring back the old way. 
I'm going to be interested to see how this affects some teams and whether who's going to be the first to use it as an excuse when they lose. Not like, oh, well, the pitch clock was bullshit, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, like, well, normally we would have done a shift right there and we couldn't. And that led to the game winning RBI. And that cost us a W because of the new rule banning the shift. Because I think that's the one thing I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have done that. Um, it's kind of like, um, so Donna said the batters looked rushed at the plate. Okay. That makes sense. It's yeah. Cause it's different, right? They're used to being able to do whatever they want. No, you, you gotta be standing in and be ready. Um, you know, I, I, this whole shift thing, I think is an, I, I, that one I think we could carve out. That really doesn't have anything to do with the pace of play other than you got to let the, the the players get in position by then. But if there's a pitch clock, well, they need to, if you're going to use it, you should use it within the pitch clock, right? My thing is you're rewarding, you're rewarding uh, one-trick ponies, right? You're rewarding guys that can't go the other way, that uh, only pull the ball. That, that It's almost like banning the hack-a-shack Remember that hack of Dwight for all you Houston basketball fans? It's almost like outlawing that. You're you're then rewarding guys that can't make free throws. How about learn how to make your free throws and that shit won't happen? So that's where I'm at on the shift thing. The rest of it, I I have no problem with it. You know, you need to innovate your game every once in a while and hell, try a pitch clock. I don't give a shit. Uh, Donna said batters looked rushed. Uh, Potch said it's a little too short for the batters, and I am not a fan of the pitchers not being able to throw to first more than twice. I do agree with you on that. Um, I think you should be able to throw over because there is some inherent strategy in that. There's strategy for a couple of different reasons, right? It throws off the timing of the hitter, but it also keeps the runner honest and once you throw over twice, you're cooked. If you've got a guy on and you're trying to protect, you know, maybe it's uh you're you're up a run and you're trying not to let that guy get into scoring position, you have no way now. You as soon as you throw over a second time, he's stealing. You have no recourse. There, you can't surprise him um with with throwing over there. So it's like you can throw over once and then now you got to kind of sit on the other one. I don't like that. I think that messes with the strategy and the strategery. Well, to quote the great uh, George Bush, it messes with the strategery of the game, both on the bases and at the plate and everything else. So I, I'm with you on that. Let them, let them throw over. Tatis will get 60 solo bases this year. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. I mean, it's a dying art form stolen bases were, but yeah. Uh, I don't like timer like the no shift. Okay. Uh, that was Jeff Bell. He said he doesn't like the timer. He does like the no shift. Got it. Uh, just wish the clock was around 25 seconds, said Todd. Got it. Beer should be sold all game now, right? Uh, Flip said, is MLB going to allow more beer, beer sales after the seventh inning? Shorter game equals less concessions. This is a good question. Both Todd and Flip bringing that up. That's a good question. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they extended by an inning. I'm sure the owners will like that. 
what else? Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be some growing pains, right? Some of this you're going to have to get used to. I think my biggest beef, especially when we brought them up uh, when these rules were first introduced and we talked about them on the show. At the time, my biggest beef was getting rid of the shift. Uh, and I, I think I'll stick with that. Amos said, all that is why baseball is so boring. They overthink everything. Speed their asses up. Make it more reactive. Um, No, listen. Baseball, okay. If there's a a pitch clock, right? There's a there's a game clock in uh football. There's a play clock in football, I should say, and there's a shot clock in basketball, right? But the 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 strategy of it though, there's the strategy of uh, what you do with the time that you're allotted in baseball that is different, right? Baseball, and I'm not, I don't mean this uh, against you, Amos. I'm saying this in general. Baseball, there's, there's a lot more strategy involved in everything in baseball than there is maybe in other sports. And I'm not saying that there's not strategy in basketball and football. I'm not suggesting that. But what I'm saying is baseball is more deliberate. Yes. It's also more of a thinking man's game in that. And I'm again, I'm not saying that if you're a football fan and not a baseball fan, you're not smart. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just saying there's nuance to the game a little bit more than there is maybe in the other sports. Just a little bit, not a lot. You know, it's it, it's there's there's always strategy involved, but with baseball, there was ne- there's never been a clock, and that's part of the how you what you take into account for strategy, right? So, um, remember when college basketball had no shot clock? Oh yeah, that was awful. That was that was awful. You go four or five minutes. Just it was it uh, North Carolina, wasn't it? That would run the uh, the four corners offense. Just dreadful, dreadful. But eventually. Um, in baseball, you're going to get a pitch, right? Like you might throw over three, four, five times and then pitch out and then do whatever. But that's the, that's the fun of it. That's the strategy because now you've thrown over four times, you pitched out once. Now that runner on base doesn't know what you're going to do. And now you're kind of like, I got to throw a strike. I got to throw a pitch at some point. So are they going to run? And now you're thinking they're two moves ahead of them and they're thinking two moves ahead of you. And to me, that's fun. So some people just want action, right? Some people just like, just go, go. Like, I feel like, uh, and this is a direct attack on Amos. I feel like if you were like, if we related uh, your favorite sport to sex, I'm attacking you personally, Amos, uh, on this one. I feel like those of us that are baseball fans are are really into our partner's pleasure because we're willing to take our time and we're we're willing to uh do foreplay. We're willing to um not rush it. Um because the 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 ultimate outcome is the big O. In baseball it's an out, in sex it's an orgasm, but we're both trying to get that O. Uh, and score. 
And so I feel like, you know, Amos, Amos is just one of those guys that's going to be like, uh, hey, let's, oh my God, titties, nudity, sex, bang, 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 I'm out. Two and a half minutes, that's a new record. But then you got, you got guys like me, baseball fans, and we're like, girl, slow down. It's okay. I'm gonna put on some music. I'm gonna go get this cool whip and these strawberries. And when I'm done eating them, we're gonna have sex. And <laughs> hey, listen, you always got a carb load. Snack up, uh, snack up before you shack up. That's my that's my motto. That's what I live by. All right, I gotta write that down. Snack up before you shack up. That's Oh, God, sometimes you just let the muse start talking for you and uh, you just come up with your next shirt. <laughs> All right, that was stupid. I'm still writing it down. Snack up before you shack up. Okay. Uh, Todd said I just did. What? What? Uh, Girl, I'm going to make this boring as hell for three hours. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jared said, girl, I'm going to make this boring as hell for three hours. No, fam. There's strategy involved, right? Shift. You know uh, you know what the shift is? That's a new position. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no. You know what? Ain't none of that going on in football. It's the same positions every time. That's it. This missionary. Mm, every once in a while, you might run a Hail Mary. No, man. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, we're going to strong three and a half minutes. Nice. I'm uh, just saying pressure makes the game fun, too. Uh, I mean, okay. Flips it a player is a, is a god if he bats 400, and that's at the slower speed. Now make that hitter more uncomfortable worrying about one other thing. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but um you know. I, I can't say that the the whole average thing I know people bring up, all you gotta do is be successful thirty percent of the time and blah 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 blah. But it, when no one takes into account how difficult it is to do that in the first place. Right? The rate of success is in direct proportion to how difficult it is. It's like shooting threes versus shooting, uh, you know, mid-range jumpers and layups. If you shot 30% from inside the paint, you're awful. You know, if you shoot 35% from inside the paint, you're, you're, you're terrible. But if you shoot that from three-point range, you're really good at your job. Really good at it. When you make it 35%. So same thing. If you hit 350, you're really good at your job. And, you know, I mean, completion percentage in the NFL, um, kind of same thing, you know, it's not thirties, but again, you know, if, if, if you're completing 70% of your passes, but they're all check downs and they're all, you know, 10 yard out routes, that's one thing. But if you're completing 45 or, you know, 55% of your passes and they're all deep balls, you're doing something. So it's all relative in that regard. So I don't think you can just be like, oh, well, you get away with it because it's blah, 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 blah. 
What's up, Rob? Uh, am I did I miss the WBC talk? Yes, you missed it. We did it today. We did it yesterday. We did it on Thursday. I don't think I'm bringing it up anymore. I think the people are sick of it. Um, you usually don't count the cuddling afterwards, Todd. Damn, Potch got him. Got him. Todd. Todd's gonna have to change the. Todd's gonna have to change the back of his his tattoo now. Instead of the show, it's going to say the slow. Maybe that's what it says. I don't know. Uh, let's see what else. Um, carb load with whipped cream and strawberries. What does Barry think carbs are? Uh, bitch, that's that's what they are. You know, tell me there's no carbs in whipped cream and strawberries? 100% carbs. What, are you going to fucking... Heck yeah! Uh, okay. Thank you, Rob, for the resub, buddy. Much appreciated, my friend. And uh, Muscleman85, thank you for the 15 bits. Which team is the biggest loser so far in NFL free agency? Uh, Tis a good question. I'm going to put that in the queue. Let me finish up this thought, and then we'll get to them. Uh, But thank you for your first-time chat. Thank you for the bits, and thank you for being here. We'll get to it. Uh, Rob, thank you for the resub. One year, and he got his coasters. Fuck yeah. Appreciate you, pimp. Sean, strawberries are one of the few low-carb fruits. Oh, I didn't know that. But the whipped cream works. But but I can just see pots, right? Like, I was trying to blend the whole, you know, sex thing with whipped cream and strawberries. and and the get, But I can see Matt. I can see Potch being like, what's up, girl? I want to smear a bowl of spaghetti all over your body so I can carb load with that. What the fuck are you doing, Potch? She's like, oh, are you gonna, are you gonna do something sexy like eat food off of my body? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat spaghetti. The fuck. Um, let's see, CC too much sugar. What? Both are very keto friendly. Oh, whipped cream? No, I thought whipped cream had carbs in it. Anyways, watch that. Fuck yeah, I do. All right, let's get them back to the queue. We got a lot of ask me anything about anything. We've got a lot of. Uh, a lot of things we need to answer. Chris Ray has said, ask me anything about anything. How many tickets are left for Hop Scholar? We are more than halfway sold out. And that's really good about two weeks out. So we've been putting some pressure on those sales early. And I appreciate you guys, those of you that got tickets already. But yeah, there's less than, I want to say there's about 20, uh, maybe 18 to 20. I got to go back and look again, but there, there's not there. We're, we're, it holds 60. Maybe we're at 25 left. I don't know. But yeah, we're, we're well over halfway sold out already. So, which is, which is really good. Uh, so appreciate that. We'll move that from the queue. Titan Hugo with an ask me anything about anything. Uh, what's the last dumb shit you have done that you can remember? Ah, oh, the last dumb thing that I've done, like it, in, in any particular walk of life or just in general, what's the, what's the last dumb thing I've done? Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, this one was really stupid and I'm not proud of it. And I may have talked about it on the show, but maybe not. Um, one morning I was making uh, scrambled eggs as I often do. Uh, I'll usually have like eggs with a couple of H-E-B butter tortillas for breakfast. And, um, you know, eggs in the thing and I'm whipping and, and scrambling. And um, I'm getting the eggs out. 
and I'm putting them on the plate to make the, 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 the little egg breakfast tacos. And there was a little bit of egg on the pan, on the edge. And as I'm turning around to go wash it, I see the egg there. And I was like, oh, now you ever, you ever had like a little, like you, you, we were just talking about Cool Whip. You ever, you ever have Cool Whip and you get it out with the spoon and you put it on your dessert and you got a little left, you, you know, you, you just eat it off the spoon. Or maybe you get a little on your, your finger or something and you just eat it off there. A little bit of egg uh, on the pan. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, oh, look, look at this little bit of egg there. And if, if, if. If this is the pan, right? This is the, just imagine that it's bigger, but that's the lip and there's a little bit of egg there. I was like, oh, there's a little bit of egg. And I went to get the egg off. I went like that and burned my fucking lips because it was just on the fire scrambling the eggs. And like a dumb fuck, I was like, oh, look at those eggs. And my fucking lips. Oh my God. It hurts so bad. So that was that was pretty stupid. That was that was that was one of the dumb things that I've done uh, in the past recently. Why? What is the, what's the dumb thing you've done, Titan Hugo? What's one of the dumb things you've done? Um, that was pretty stupid, and it burned my lips, and they were uh, they were hurt for a while. Uh, McLovin's an awesome idea, Barry. Great job. Shut up, McLovin. Shut, shut it up. What's up, by the way, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, I love my crustless pizza, Sean. Okay. I used to be heavy ke- heavy into keto. I just love pizza too much. Mark said I lost 45 pounds on keto. Would make pizzas with low-carb pita. Oh, okay. What's up, D-Mata? <laughs> oh, it's good to see you, buddy. Uh, D-Mata said, hey, guys, I'm out of surgery. <laughs> Let's go. Wasn't that bad after you've already had four of them. Man, uh, I'm so, so glad to hear that you're out and you're okay, buddy. We love you. It's good to have you back on the show and back in the chat, man. Get well soon. Dimata, I got to ask. It's probably the wrong time, but did you get the present that we sent you? Uh, we sent it to your house, so I don't know if it had arrived in time before you went back to the hospital. Uh, but just wanted to double check and see if you got it, buddy. If not, you've got you should have something waiting for you at the house when you get back out of the hospital. Either way, we love you, man, and get well soon. Please get well soon. Uh, all right, was this? Uh, mm, there's another. Ask me anything about anything. I fell in love. That was stupid. I mean, yeah, facts. Facts, facts, facts. Dimata, did they happen to work on your face too? Tony's such a dick. <laughs> Dimata, good to see you. Glad to hear you out. Okay, good. Uh, show all the love to Dimata. All the love. He deserves all the love. Oh my God. That was, Nora and I are watching it right now. We watched the first of the three episodes, this Jared from Subway thing. Bro, crazy. Crazy. Yeah, Jerry from Subway catching the monster was insane. Yes. Uh, but we're only one in and we're already like, bro, some of the shit that he's saying to this lady, so disgusting. Um, but it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. It's super weird. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh shit. I never tweeted out the show. Well, that's why. It's 315. Now we're good. Uh, I was gonna say that's why we have 47 and not 48 people watching. 
All right, back to these ask me anything about anything. And yeah, I still have more. So we got the rules out of the way for baseball. We're good there. Um, I still have some NFL stuff to discuss. Have no fear. Uh, oh, we need to talk about this too. Uh, we'll do it. Uh, all right, another AMA, AMA, ask me anything about anything. This is your opportunity to ask me anything about literally anything in the world. I'm the smartest person I know. Like, I know everything about everything, which is why you can ask me anything about anything, and I'll have an answer for you. Great. Uh, all right, Celio hadn't asked me anything about anything. How long should a router last? A signal used to reach my backyard with no issues. Now it barely reaches. Um, have you changed the routing fluid in the router? There's So what happens is as the, as the bits come in, um, they, we talked about sometimes when it, when they're going out over the air, the reason why Wi-Fi can be so spotty is obviously when you have the bits and bytes and the ones and zeros and they hit the molecules in the air, sometimes it can cause friction and, and, and the signal can get, uh, screwed up. Well, the same is true when it's coming back, when the, when the data is entering the router, right? It goes through a lubrication process so that it can be processed easier. And if you don't have, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, the, the oil in your car got changed. You got to change the oil in your car. Every once in a while, you probably just need to replace the routing fluid in your Wi-Fi router. Um, and then, yeah. So if you'll notice, here's an easy way to do it. Celio too. If you'll notice on the back of the router, there's a little pinhole and they tell you that's to reset the router. It, it is, but it also, if you'll take routing fluid and pour it in that hole, you'll be good to go. And you can just get routing fluid at, at your local micro center. Just call them up and ask for, um, for uh, if they sell routing fluid. And usually it comes in like packs of three. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, Sandoval wanted to know, how do you feel about Dalton Schultz signing? I'm excited. I'm impressed. With the Texans and what they've done going out and getting Dalton Schultz, I, I would not have told you in a million years that Dalton Schultz would sign with the Texans. And I want to tell you right now, I think it has everything to do with D'Amico Ryans and some of the things that they're doing. But we need to give credit also to Nick Casario for some of the job that he's done in this offseason. I don't hate overall what the Texans have done in free agency. Now, has it been a huge splash up until Dalton Schultz? No, but I really like the signing. I mean, they finally, uh, losing Brandon Cooks and getting nothing for him in return sucked for your incoming rookie quarterback if that's the route you go. Uh, but adding Dalton Schultz is another good weapon. And like somebody said in the chat yesterday, you know, young, young quarterbacks, rookie quarterback can lean on a good tight end and you have one now. And the fact that they're going to be running a West Coast offense, he's really uh, set up to to exceed and excel in a West Coast-style offense. So uh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And it's by far their their biggest move so far this offseason. And then Case Keenum second. Just kidding. Singletary's up there. Uh, some, of the, some of the work that they've done on the D-line. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, I really dig what they've done. The screen just went blank again. It's so weird. Uh, all right, so there you go. Uh, I'm I'm ecstatic with the uh, with the Dalton Schultz signing. As a matter of fact, uh, all right. Next up, uh, Muscle Man eighty five. By the way, thank you for the bits again. Which team is the biggest loser 
so far in NFL free agency? Mm. Ah, that's a good question. I would say off the top of my dome, off the top of my big, dumb, stupid, warped head, when you think about everybody that the Eagles have lost from that defense, a Super Bowl caliber, we all talked about how deep this defense is. Look how good this defense is. It's deep. It's all this and that. The amount of free agents that they have lost. And I got to go back and look, but I don't think they've really replaced them at all. Let's let's uh, let's take a look at who the Eagles have added and lost in free agency. Let's go. Um, free agency tracker by team. Okay, there's spot track. Uh, this should have it. Let's see. 2023 teams. Oh, there we go. There we go. Let's do this. Let me put this on Chrome. Uh, but that's my initial answer. Now, if, if, if you know somebody in the chat may have a different one, but I feel like the Eagles having lost uh, as much as they have lost, pretty bad. Uh, Cowboys didn't need to bring Schultz back. They're good at tight end, said Celio. Uh, okay. Yeah, Dick Willie said, uh, wait, you don't think he might have disliked uh, Dallas McCarthy Jerry World? Uh, but he had offers, right? You, you're the one, Dick Willie, that said he had an offer for three years, 36 from somebody else and chose to do a one-year deal with the Texans. So I don't think it had as much to do with Dallas as it did, you know, maybe he really wants to play for D'Amico. Maybe he believes in what the Texans are, the road, the path that they're headed down. And maybe he just liked getting a one-year deal. He can get more money later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look at Timata coming in with the uh, buy a new mesh wireless system. It's going to be expensive, but well worth it. Oh, Dallas offered it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like Dak. Uh, That's a good question. All right, here we go. Let's see. Tracker 2023. Not all teams. We want filler. All positions and statuses. Uh, Let's see. Does this give us, oh, here we go. So they lost, yeah, they lost uh, Hargrove. They lost James Bradbury, uh, Andre Dillard, Miles Sanders. Oh, no, they kept Bradbury, excuse me. They lost, but they lost Hargrove, Hargrave, excuse me, Dillard, Sanders, uh, Isaac uh, Suomilo. They lost TJ Edwards. They kept Tr- Jason Kelsey, which is good. Marcus Epps, I mean, look at that. That's Kazir White, they lost a lot. If you just go not to Philly, how do you do this? Let's see. All statuses signed. Oh, no, this is who they added. So they kept Bradbury. Oh, look. So they added Mariota. Uh, They added Rashad Penny. I like that. And they added Nicholas Morrow uh, as an outside linebacker. Yeah. And, yeah. Greedy Williams. So relinquished. But yeah, if you look at who they lost, that's not a good offseason so far. Hey, Spoon, what's up, buddy? I love you too. I love Spoon. Spoon loves me. All right, that was weird. So there you go. Anybody, anybody have a different one? Uh, Sandoval said he gambled and looks stupid. Uh, 
you're you're mad because he left. That's you're lashing out Sandoval at, at Dalton Schultz because he left and chose a lesser team, chose a shittier team uh, for less money. And I get that. I would be offended and mad too. But you know, you don't know what you don't know what the motivation was. Maybe Dick Willie's right. Maybe he just didn't like uh, the direction the Cowboys were headed. Maybe he didn't like Dak. Maybe he didn't like Jerry. Maybe he didn't like Mike McCarthy or the offense or whatever. I will say, too, though, when you added Brandon Cooks, that's going to take away touches from Dalton Schultz. And it was at that point when he had to decide, well, do I want to go be the fourth option? Because you know that the options was going to be, at least in the passing game, it was going to be CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Dalton Schultz. But when you mix it in Pollard, Schultz becomes the fourth option in that offense. Would you want to be the fourth? No, I feel, I'm feeling good about me, fam. So now he goes to Houston, who lost Brandon Cooks, and now it's Damian Pierce and Dalton Schultz. And then I saw one that was like, oh, watch out for the Texans next year. They got Nico Collins. That's the If that's your one at the WR spot, still got some work to do, Casario. But keep doing what you do, buddy. I took the day off to fix my Jeep. Thermostat housing failed. Listen, let me tell you something, Spoon. I hope that, by the way, I, I, uh, I hope that answered your, uh, your question about worst offseason so far. I would go Philly. Anybody disagree or have a different one? Which, you know, it's fine if you do. It's okay if you're wrong. Spoon, I got to say, man, you're a better man than me, bro. I try to fix my car, and I, one, I don't know, I don't know shit about uh, cars. And even when I do try to work on them, it's a nightmare. I agree with you, Sandoval. I do. Look, I get I, I understand why you're mad. You lost a really good tight end to a really shitty team. And, you know, I, I get it. I would be like, man, what the fuck? But you don't know what his motivation was. So, Sean says the Cowboys are trash. I'm so surprised about that. I, I can't believe there's Sean down here spreading hate. I don't know why anyone would sign a prove it deal with the Texans. That's the big question. That's the thing that's baffling to me. Is it's like you're going to have a, we talked about this yesterday, you're going to have a rookie quarterback. Now, granted, there's not as, as many weapons, so you might be the number one option in this offense. I don't know. Just seems weird. But he did what he did. Uh, don't a lot of teams have dual tight ends now, said Dick Willie. It's a, it's not, not really. I mean, yeah, obviously teams have multiple tight ends, but no, there's really nobody anymore that has dual tight ends that you would think are dual threat tight ends. I mean... When you think of the upper echelon of tight ends, it's, yeah, I mean, these are guys, what it is now is the upper echelon, the better tight ends act as wide receivers. And, you know, like you, you look at a Travis Kelsey, exactly spoon Aaron Hernandez killed that. Exactly. Uh, popping in from St. Louis. What? Oh, San Luis. I was like, St. Louis, San Luis, Mexico. What's up? What's up, Uriel? That's what's up, San Luis, Mexico. All right. All right. 
Uh, are you drinking beer on the beach, buddy? I hope so. Jerry Taylor said that shows how bad he wanted out of Dallas. I completely understand him. <laughs> Mark said, been so long, I got to drain all the fluids. What? You got to you gotta pee and poop? Is that what you're telling me, Mark? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what that has to do with Dalton Schultz and the Cowboys. Uh, West Coast offense probably needs two. I mean, you do. You'll have a secondary. Listen, the Texans have 8,000 tight ends. They're fine. They've got their secondary tight end, but now they've got a legit tight end playmaker. I still say this. Look, is the Texans offense better right now than it was last year? I'm prepared to say yes. Yes. Yes, it is. One, you don't have a disgruntled wide receiver anymore. Two, you don't have um, Davis Mills because we know that he's going to be ousted. So they're already better just because somebody other than Davis Mills is going to be your quarterback. It might be a rookie. It might be a free agent. It might be Case fucking Keenum. I don't care. They're better at quarterback than they were last year because Davis Mills. Sean, get out your trash can emoji. Davis Mills is absolute trash trash in fact davis mills is canadian for trash i don't know yeah exactly taco any qb so yeah the texans are better because one uh they don't have davis mills at quarterback you got damian pierce now with another year under his belt and i think he's going to be a lot better uh this year he's going to have a lot more confidence obviously they still need to to shore up that o-line but uh, Dalton Schultz is still a, a, a playmaker at tight end. And I think that you've got a, a better offensive coordinator in as opposed to Pep Hamilton, which God bless him. It just didn't work out. So I'll say, um, you know, I think they're better off. I think they're in a good spot, at least compared to where they were last year. So Hernandez and Gronk were the last of the dual threats. Yes, that is correct. Sandoval. Prove it deal uh, or a bridge to next team. Good way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. I just, it's, 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 it makes me question the theory. If I'm going to do a one year prove it deal, I'm going to go to the Jets. I'm going to go where, where, where Aaron Rodgers ends up. I'm going to go to New Orleans with Derek Carr, right? I'm going to go somewhere else where there's a quarterback worth a shit, not a rookie, but yeah. Yeah. Ah, let's see. Agree the Texans are better now than the past four years. Yep. Uh, is Cooks a bad locker room guy? He got traded annually. No, I think that, I don't think he's a bad locker room guy. I mean, I think he was for the Texans at the end, but, you know, he didn't want to be here and it seemed like they weren't moving him. But, um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think expectation versus production maybe has something to do with it. I've not heard anything uh, from anybody about him being a terrible locker room guy. It doesn't mean he's not. But I, I think what it has to do more with is you've got a guy who wants to be treated as a one but doesn't put up one numbers. But then who would in this, you know, with Davis Mills in that offense? It was terrible. Um, Dick Willie said, meh, blaming Mills is cheap talk, Barry. You're better than that. Okay. Well, let's. Um, that's Dick Willie. And let's take a second. Let's take a, let's take a second, uh, to address Dick Willie. 
and this comment. Davis Mills was, without a doubt, one of the worst quarterbacks in football last year. It, statistically, we can go and prove that out. All you had to do is watch the games, and you would see that Davis Mills um, was not good at quarterbacking. He just wasn't a good quarterback. He was wildly inaccurate most of the time. Anytime that he would put together a drive, it was already the fact that he had thrown some interceptions, put this team in a hole, they were behind, so there's no pressure on him. You know, there's no pressure to keep up. There was no pressure to take a lead and then hold it. It was always come from behind bullshit. And it, it was, he just, he was not good. Oh, but he had the second best record uh, or stats as a, as a rookie QB. Well, good. And what was Mac Jones last year? Below average. Trevor Lawrence finally took a step forward and he had the third best season of that rookie class amongst these three Mills and Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence. So it's not about the fact that, oh, he had, he had decent numbers for a rookie. He's just not putting up good numbers. He's not good. Here, I'm, I'm pulling up stats. Let's go. Let's take a, let's take a look-see. Let's take a, let's take a gander. Let's take a peek, shall we? There you go right here. Let's see, where does Davis Mills fall? Davis Mills was 16th in total passing yards. He had 3,118 passing yards, okay? Uh, that puts him in company with Matt Ryan, garbage, and Daniel Jones, garbage. No, he's not garbage. Daniel Jones is not good. Um, and slightly ahead of Mac Jones, who gives a shit, slightly ahead of... Andy Dalton, there's Dak Prescott, but he was hurt. Um, he averaged 207 yards a game passing, which is not good. And he had 17 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, which, by the way, tied for the most with Dak Prescott. But Dak threw 23 touchdowns in 12 games. 17 touchdowns in 15 games. I don't know if you know this or not, Dick Willie, but that's pretty bad it's pretty bad mm. um yeah so i just you know like there's not a ton that i look at and or, or watched davis mills's qb rating was a 78.8 the worst out of everybody in football that was a starter looks like a more was there a backup that was ahead of him? Look, Kenny Pickett was below that, and so was Zach Wilson. So there's two starters, kind of. They're not really starters anymore. But, I mean, there were two guys that had a worse QBR last year than, than Davis Mills. The numbers prove it, bro. He just sucked. And it's okay. It's okay. You took a shot with what you had, the hole that Bill O'Brien put you in. The hole that Bill O'Brien put you in, you had to draft somebody because you're losing Deshaun Watson. So you took a flyer on Davis Mills. You know, you put your neck out there. It didn't pan out. No big deal. You moved on. And they are. But he wasn't good. And these people that continue to defend him baffle me. You say it's cheap talk for me to, to dog the guy. But did you watch him play? Like, really watch him play? And I'm not saying watch him play with an eye like, oh, I hope he does good. Oh, he threw a touchdown pass. Yeah, and, and of those 17, fucking eight of them were in the fourth quarter when they were down by 40. This is not a good quarterback. It's just that's a fact. That's a fact. 
Well, then why are you... So now Dick Willie said, well, I've never said he was good. Well, then why are you saying that it's cheap talk to, to trash the guy? He was bad. And let's see. Um, somebody said, well, uh, he was on a bad team. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's other guys. We can, Geno Smith was on a bad team too until he became a good quarterback and then he made him a good team, right? I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at all these names. I'm looking at all these names. Fucking um, even Andy Dalton had a better QBR. Jeez Louise. I mean, look, the whole, the whole, oh, well, it was a bad team. Bro, the, the interceptions that he threw, and, and let's just not, I mean, I want to see, it, it, for me, what stood out more than anything with Davis Mills was the inaccuracy, how badly inaccurate he was. So I want to see, what was his completion percentage? And this can get kind of skewed because, you know, you could check down a lot. Davis Mills was 29th in the league, completing 61% of his passes. Now, I would love to see a pass chart because I guarantee you most of those were inside of 10 yards. Guarantee. Um, Gino has players on offense. Dalton had help on offense, too. Both had better defenses. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how many games you watch, but we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. I, the fact that you're trying to defend Davis Mills and tell me that, that the reason that his stats were bad was because he was on a shitty offense. Yeah, well, guess who made that offense shitty? He did, bro. Him and Pep Hamilton. That's who. That's it. I mean, done. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, Let's see. Bleh. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, put into perspective how hard QB is to handle. Yeah. Um, all right, Dick Willie, you can't spam the chat that much, bro. I mean, I get you disagree with me, and I, and that's fine. But, you know, try not to fire off 8,000 messages in a row. I stepped away. Are people defending Davis Mills again? Yes, Catfish. Dick Willie is uh, apparently a huge Davis Mills honk. And he's now mad at me because I said Davis Mills sucked. But he did, and and, it, and look, it's not all Davis Mills' fault. I mean, that was a terrible offense. The line sucked. He had no help on receivers. I get that. You know, Damian Pierce was the one. But what I'm saying is all you had to do was just watch the guy. Even when these subpar receivers were open, he would not get them the ball most of the time. His accuracy was a huge, huge problem. And I love that Matt Poche even pointed out the zip on the ball was an issue too arm strength so i i you know i i'm not trying to be a, a davis mills hater and this wasn't a narrative of me saying davis mills sucks that that was cheap the cheap way out i said that all year last year and i said it the year his rookie season when people were mad at me because i was pointing that out and they're like he's a rookie he's got the second best stats well what the fuck watch him play he's not good one man's opinion Gully said, diddlers, animal herders, and murderers make me mad. Nothing else. Well, I'm glad to know that you don't think I'm a diddler, uh, an animal herder, or a murderer. That's good. That's good. That's not good company to keep. He had a five-game stretch where he was okay. So did Sam Darnold. Okay. Uh, Dick's Willie, Dick Willie maxes out his text message plan. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dick Willie, it's okay, dude. Take some sips of water. <laughs> now the chat's like patronizing him. They're like, bro, calm down. That's the worst when someone's upset. I hate that. When I'm like mad and my wife's like, would you calm down? No, don't fucking tell me to calm down. When I'm riled up, I don't need you to tell me to calm down. Shit. Amos said Dick Willie's going to Jim Everett on Jim Rome Barry, right? I should just, instead of calling, instead of uh, including the Willie, I should just call him Dick. Okay, Dick. Yeah, great point, Dick. And not say it like, hello, Richard Dick. Okay. Be like, Dick. That was such a great moment, though. Say it again. Say it again, I'm going to whip your ass. He's like, uh, no, you won't, Chris Everett. <laughs> Mama sways a daddy chill. No, I shan't be chilling. I shan't not chill. Uh, uh, McLevin said, Jesus, Barry, uh, you do that to Nora. God bless her for putting up with that shit. No, I'm saying like she does it to me. There's nothing worse than when you're mad about something. And I'm like, I'll go in, I'll be fucking mad, or I'm, you know, I can't believe this happened, or I can't believe that happened. And she'll be like, oh, calm down. Or like, you know, um, whatever. Something will happen that'll get my 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 blood boiling. And then my wife's all up there. Well, jeez, you just flop the handle. And why you kind of lose this? You just calm down. It's like, I don't fucking, not now. Tell me that later. The other day I got mad. She goes, boy, you get mad easy. I'm like, okay, fair. But don't fucking tell me that when I'm mad. How about wait till I'm not mad to tell me that I get mad easy? Because now I'm mad and you said I get mad easy. And now I'm madder because you're pointing out that I'm mad. Fuck. I guess that was right. I don't know. Um... I know she's trying to settle you down, Barry. Don't scream at her. Oh, just stop it. Uh, people who use complete sentences like we did back in the 200 text a month. Oh, man. Remember that? Remember when you only got a certain amount of text messages? That shit was wild. That shit was... That was a struggle back then. You get minutes and an amount of text messages. Woof. Woof. All right, there's way more Davis Mills talk than we needed. Uh, I hope that answered the question about um, the worst free agent offseason so far. My vote is for the Phillies. I didn't see anybody else with anything in the chat, so if you disagreed, (laughs) Sean, yo, call me after 9. Actually, you know what? Wait till Saturday. Weekends are free. I'll talk to you on Saturday. Either that or just fax it to me. Email, email what? Email? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. What is it? Uh, Okay. Red Hooter at CompuServe.net. Got it. You got it, Red Hooter. I'll be sure to shoot you an email. Uh, All right, here we go. Back to the Ask Me Anything About Anything. Boop, 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 boop. For those of you that are new to the show or newer to the show and don't know what the hell that is, it's kind of like it started with Ask Me Anything. Uh, It was like uh, I did that one day seriously about, I think it was radio or comedy or something like that. And I let y'all ask questions. And uh, so we did kind of an AMA, right? Because seven years on ESPN radio, 10 years doing comedy, 
I can answer questions. And and we can still do that if you guys have questions. But it kind of morphed into a kind of a joke slash bit thing, but we still do it where uh, you can ask me anything about anything because I'm no joke. I am the smartest person I know. Oh, my God. So smart. Oh, I mean, if you knew the things that, that I thought... Oh, if you knew the things that I thought in the uh, my head, my when I have thoughts, it's crazy. It's so so. Yeah, you can ask me anything about anything in the chat, and I'll answer it. And um, and it could literally be about anything, and I'll have an answer for you. All right, here's Donna's asked me anything about anything. I think the boiling water pot uh, burning is pretty bad too. Yeah, that was that was pretty bad, Donna. Thanks for bringing that up. Really, really appreciate you reminding me that I left a pot on the burner with nothing in it for three plus hours. She literally changed the color of the pot. Literally. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Donna. You're a peach. All right, uh, Mark G with an Ask Me Anything About Anything. Why does sitting in an office all day instead of working on my feet make me fat again? Really? Well, for a couple of reasons. One, you keep snacks on your desk. Two, you're sitting and you're inactive. Three, you keep trying to chase uh, puss at the, at, 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 with your coworkers, so you go to lunch with them even though you know you don't want to because they're all like, oh, let's go to Salada. And you're like, oh, I love that. Ugh. But I'll go because, you know, old Sarah over there is kind of cute and I like her caboose. And they're like, well, we're going to go. Do you want to go? And you're like, well, yes, girls, let's go. <laughs> and then you just eat terrible no matter where they go because they go and then they don't even eat. They just drink margaritas and talk shit about uh, their coworkers. And you're just shoveling shit in your fat face trying to get a peek at Sarah's caboose. And that's the problem. So you're welcome, Mark. Maybe uh, how about this? Switch to dudes. You'll lose some weight. All right, Jared Taylor, ask me any, anything about anything. Can I finally put my 15, 5, 10 down? Yes. Finally, it's time. Uh, no more freezes on the, on the horizon. I think we're out of it. We probably got our last cold snap here in Houston. So, yes, get your 15, 5, 10 down this coming weekend. You should be good. In fact, it's supposed to rain on Thursday or Friday. It's like an 80% chance of rain up here at least. Uh, it's a good time to do it. Saves you on your water. So just find a time when it's going to rain about 80, 80% like it is. And uh, get that stuff out the day before or the day of. You know, if it's going to rain in, in the evening, get that shit out in the morning. If it's going to rain at uh, in the morning, put it out the night prior. It'll be fine overnight. But yeah, do that, pimp. Do that. I got them hollering how to do that there. Uh, thank you for checking in, very cute girl. Much appreciated. <laughs> That was weird. I couldn't hear it. There it goes. That was super weird. Uh, Friday, because of course. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, because yeah. Um, that would be a better option if I was trying to hook up at work. Okay. I work at a generator repair and service company. Who do you think my coworkers are? Um, you saying that women can't work at a generator repair and service company? I'm pretty sure if I called... 
that there would be females there or at least some dudes that act like females. Uh, Jared said, fuck that water bill. Wife pays for it. Okay. Um, hey, what's up, Jamal? Good to see you. Uh, my friend, how are you? McLevin said, I did that once as well, Barry. I went to I went to go boil water to make pasta and forgot about it for like two hours and burned the fuck out of the pan. Yeah. That'll change the it changes the whole makeup of the pan too. Well that's mine. I left it for the whole show plus. Like I was gonna make something before the show. Oh, I was gonna make tea. It was back when I was sick. I was gonna make some tea, and so I was like, well, I'll put a I'll put the thing on. So I did that, and then I came in here. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do something. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to do this and then this and then show prep. And I was like, fuck, the show's about to start. And I had totally forgot that I had turned that on. And, uh, yeah, did a whole show. Got done. Oh, no, I think it was um, at the break. I went to go get something. I was like, what is that smell in the house? And it was a fucking pot that had been burning on high for hours. So I'm stupid. Uh, wait, what is a woman? Oh, well, uh, it's probably not the show for you. Is that your ask me anything about anything? What is a woman? Because I, I can answer that if it is, but you didn't put the hashtag. So like I said, I had never been more in a panic in my life. I thought a fire would start. Yeah. Fuck you up, man. Uh, definitely fuck you up. It scared the crap out of me. Um... Jared said, hallelujah, I'm doing it now. There you go. There you go. All right, next topic I have for us to discuss. Got the baseball rules. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about this man. This man that you see on your screen. For those of you that don't know who that is, that is... um, that is Ron DeSantis, and he is running for president. And just kidding. Uh, that is Roger Goodell, uh, commissioner of the NFL. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I'm curious uh, your thoughts. So the league is, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look what the cat dragged in. Holy shit. Folks. We got a Patrick Creighton sighting up in this bitch. What is up, P. Crate? Good to see you, fam. How you doing, man? A long time no talk, first of all. Been forever. Uh, You still still got your show going on at uh, ESPN, man? I'm sorry. I don't check in over there much anymore, as you can imagine why. Um, But, man, hope you're good, homie. Hope you're doing well, dude. Uh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Skinny mini PC. What? Has P Crate lost weight? Oh, they still allow me to come in late. That's what's up, dude. That's dope. Uh, good for you, man. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're still trucking along and going strong, man. Uh, that's good. So you lost some weight, Patrick? Is that what I'm to understand? I'm down almost 60 pounds. Let's go! <laughs> Love to hear it, man. I mean, it makes me sad because now I can't call you P. Titty anymore. But that was that was fun for me. So I, but dude, man, congratulations, brother! That is so badass. Sixty pounds. What's your secret? What are you doing? What uh, are you doing? A diet, exercise? Are you just like I just stopped eating? Um, you know, it's like the key. Like, oh no, I put a small clump of shit on my dinner before I eat. 
This is Patrick said I'm down to a B cup. Nice. No, that's super dope, dude. Seriously, you should be proud of that. I need to know what the uh, what the secret is, cause uh, your boy. I mean, I mean, look at. Him. I mean, look at him. your boy. Your boy's. I mean, look, 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 look at it. Look at this. Look, look at this. Look, look at this. Look at this. Look, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do some. I gotta do some. I gotta lose some weight myself, man. I gotta lose some weight, uh, but good for you, man. Seriously, that's so that's so badass. Skinny jeans, shining. Shut up. These are more of chubby jeans, but that's okay. Um, it is a dad bod. I pushed. You know, I'm I'm at right at borderline the heaviest I've ever been. The heaviest I've ever been was like two sixteen, and I hover around two fourteen, two fifteen right now. Yo, Josh, Mister Hooligan. Thank you, sir, for the 300 bitties. But oh, shit, what about that hat? How do I get my hands on one? Oh, man, I tell you, uh, I got I to gotta get the patches ordered and then get them pressed. But we got to work it out, Josh. I was telling the chat earlier. So, like, there's this, there's a, there's a little issue here with the, these are supposed to be pressed on. They're, they're heat pressed. And um, I got to figure out why it didn't press all the way up top. So we're going to get that resolved and then we'll, we'll start having these available for everybody. So I promise you, I promise you, uh, please share the secret. Yeah, please. Uh, oh, Lord, excuse me. Uh, um, I was going to say PC gaining them downstairs inches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a bit I do. Um, Patrick, that, that's a, that was a thing I read. No, uh, Pete Crate said, well, P. Randizzle, rumor has it, uh, if you pick up a half inch for every 20 pounds, you lose. Actually, actually, this is a bit, I wish I could find it. I think I have it online. Anyways, um, it's every 50 pounds, you gain an inch. That's the, yeah, and you said 20 pounds for a half inch, but yeah, the rule is for every 50 pounds you lose, you gain an inch. Yeah. So uh, my goal is I'm going to lose uh, 1,050 pounds. That's my goal. I'm uh, trying to be a man. That is. Uh, Josh said, uh, great hat. Oh, Flip said, great hat. Make it in a fitted. Uh, you know, the problem with doing fitted hats is that uh, I have to have sizes for everybody's head. And that's a problem. Because, you know, then you got inventory and shit and ain't everybody going to buy a seven and one eighth hat or whatever the fuck it is. So it's just easier to do snapbacks like that and uh, and be done with it. And besides, they're, they're kind of this is the style anyway. So we're just going to we're going to rock with what's in it. Uh, P crates said Barry's going to be banging through the studio double doors with the great rod of disaster. <laughs> Ah, uh, that would be that's that would be a miracle. That would be a miracle. Most of the time, Barry would be uh tiptoeing through the door with his doorstop. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. The flex fit are what's up. Mark said flex fit. Uh, but those not but that's not fitted. Fitted and flex fit are two different things, guys. Two different things. Uh, Josh said, nah, trucker hats ain't supposed to be fitted, especially when I jump on the bike and got to tighten that hole down. Yeah. Yeah. See, Josh knows. Well, you know, you can always, you can always do the, uh, you know, when they flip the switch, oh, come on, come on, flip that switch. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is the style. This is what we're going with right now. Party people. This is what, this is what we're going to get right now. So the patches, I'm talking to the guy B 
because I had the others made, but it was like, eh, it didn't look as good. So we're, we're reworking the design for the welcome to the land where it just don't stop patches. So, oh, yeah, but we're going to get these, uh, we're going to get these hoes made soon, I hope. I just got to figure out that right there. I'm like getting it uh, down so that the fucking patch doesn't come off. That's the problem. Uh, nope. Then I have a red square on my forehead for the next week. <laughs> Snapbacks are better. Fitteds get stretched out uh, when my hair is long. Yeah, that's the other problem. Isn't that weird? That's the other problem. Can I buy a patch and I'll put it on a fitted one myself? Uh, I won't be selling the patches, no. Well, just <laughs> snapbacks equals Davis Mills. Well, first of all, you said David Mills, and I don't even know who David Mills is. Who is David Mills? Who is David Mills, Flip? You know, you know, Flip, if you're going to talk your shit, be accurate. Isn't that the worst? I hate that flip. I hate when I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, and y'all know how bad my spelling is. Patrick Creighton and I, I, I had, to, I felt terrible, too. It was, it was after our beef, and we had squashed it all, and it was great. And then he corrected my spelling, and I was like, fuck, you know, rules are rules. Like, I still have friends that I've, I've blocked on Twitter because of it. Um, but there's not, I'm, so I'm a terrible speller. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a well-known. And it's usually uh, homophones that fuck me up. Words that sound the same that are spelled different. Because when I'm typing, it's just whatever version of the word pops in my head is how I spell it and keep going. There's nothing worse than fitted equals Kyle Allen. Nice. There's nothing. Uh, uh, there's nothing worse than when you're like, oh yeah, well, uh, maybe you should go over there, and then you spell it like Y apostrophe R E or some shit. Oh, it's the worst. I hate it. I need a handful of patches in the heat gun. <laughs> I've been going wild around town. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I won't have the patches for sale just because of, I want to get them on the the hats. And uh, they'll probably, most of them will only be available at shows. And I'm, I'm aiming for this show in particular uh, at the Houston Improv to have all of these ready by. So April 5th. At the improv, maybe I'll have some available at the uh, at the at the uh, Deckhead Watch Party at Kobo's on April first. Gonna try, no promises, but that's what we're aiming for. Either either the first or the fifth uh, to have some of the hats available for you guys. To be fair, no jury would convict me for butchering Davis Mills's name. True, that's that's hundred percent true. Patches, we don't need those thinking patches. Nice, well done, DJ Matte. Well done indeed, sir. Uh, I'd buy a hat and rip that bitch off. I'll do it my damn self. Why you gotta be like that, bro? Why? Why you gotta be like that? Just wear the wear the hat that you buy, Mark. How are you gonna tear it off? Does it does it come off easily? I don't know. I mean, this one, like I said, we got we're working on it, but yeah. Good news is, is if you guys buy one of these hats and this starts to come off, just get you an iron. You can just re-iron it back on. You'll be all right, or you know, have the wife sew it on. You can do that too. All right, uh, we never got to the discussion about Roger Goodell. Just wanted to bring that up, and no, it is not a dictator, as Patrick uh, Creighton said. And by the way, again, buddy, good to have you in. Appreciate you for stopping in. Um, but the NFL is in discussions with Roger Goodell right now. Uh, we pull up the article here and to extend, I, I didn't want to use the improper term here, but they're talking about extending Goodell for another three years. 
Uh, it says ESPN first reported that Goodell is expected to finalize a multi-year contract extension. Uh, committee will reportedly present the proposed extension to the owners next Tuesday. Goodell's current contract expires in 2024. The new deal would be uh, the 64-year-old's fourth extension, taking on um, the role in two, since taking on the role in 2006. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. It says, why do owners want to keep Goodell? Pfft, money. The league is nearing $20 billion. And that is before many of the new plush media deals are triggered. So the fact is that for all of the other things that you hate about Roger Goodell, the one thing is that he's doing right is he's putting money in the owner's pockets. And it, it's directly and indirectly, right? Like it's directly when you look at these media deals, when you look at the the $25 billion in revenue, it says he uh, – and he said in 2010, he projected the NFL would reach 25 billion in revenue. Y yeah. And that's they're They're on their way. They're at 20. Now that's a lot of money revenue. That's, I mean, they're, they're approaching if they hit 25 billion in, in, in 2027 and in, in four years, they will be approaching a billion dollars in revenue per team, a billion each year. It's insane. It's ridiculous. So do they want Roger Goodell there? Absolutely. Uh, but there's also has a good point in this article that they bring up where they talk about the fact that, hey, also don't don't sleep on the fact that what Roger Goodell has done for the NFL is not just the amount of money that it brings in every year, but the value of the league and the value of the teams and ergo, the value that is presented that is 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 uh, for the owners. And the article mentions the sell of the Broncos. Remember now, Broncos, they just sold them to the Walmart family or whatever. $4.65 billion. The Broncos. The Broncos. So if you're uh, own if you own the Raiders, if you own the Cowboys, like if you own man, you love Roger Goodell because you're like, oh, I, I'm not only am I set, uh, I mean I've got generational wealth through my great 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 grandkids. Like this money is gonna last a long time. So it's really good, man. It's really good. Uh, and and you know whether you like him or not. He's got the, the one group of people happy that he needs to keep happy. And it ain't the players and it ain't the fans. It's the people that pay his salary. So he's go he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Jeff Bell, the Broncos fan. Hey, watch it, Barry. No, Now hold on a damn minute. That wasn't an attack on the Broncos. I was just saying that. It's not the, they're not the most popular, the most uh, valuable franchise in the NFL. In fact, what is the latest, uh, latest NFL franchise value rankings? All right. Uh, rank the most valuable teams in 2022. This is according to visualcapitalist.com. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Oh, 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 hold on. Here we go. Wind it up. You're done. Still love her. Still love her. If you're not following her on TikTok, you need to. 
Um, twenty billion is the GDP of Afghanistan. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? Uh, what does it say? P. Cray said uh, the missus is home. Uh, time to get back to work. Take it easy, Barry. We will reconnect soon. Yeah, homie. I appreciate you for stopping in, Patrick. For real. Thank you, buddy. Uh, much love. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go. Here it is. Most valuable teams. Now this is 2022, so this might have changed a little bit. Well, December of 2022. Not too bad. Cowboys are worth $8 billion. Sheesh. Sheesh. Patriots are worth 6.4. Rams are worth 6.2. Giants are worth $6 billion. Uh, the Bears are worth 5.8. The Commanders are worth 5.6. Jets, 5.4. I mean, this is just the, the, the smallest number that any franchise is worth. The Cincinnati Bengals. The lowest number on this list. They're worth $3 billion. It's crazy. Crazy. I mean, dude, the it's it's crazy to see something like the the Jags are worth three and a half. Some of these bad teams, the Browns. Nobody tell Jen I said that. The Browns are worth almost four billion dollars. How? It's the Browns for fuck's sake. Bucks are three point seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, even the Texans are worth four point seven billion. What? 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 There's no reason they should be worth that much. Uh, that reason. That man right there. That's crazy talk to me. What's up, Ivan? That's crazy talk to me. So, yeah. They're going to re-sign the dude. Looking at those numbers, I mean, you'd be stupid to let Roger Goodell go right now. If nothing else, that man has made every, that man has made 32 other men billionaires. If they weren't already, which some of them were, but it's whatever. Uh, all right. What did I miss in the chat? Um, excuse me. Oh, okay. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, P. Randizzle. I don't know what this was. Hold on. Oh, excuse me. God bless. Now I got the hiccups. Great. After watching the Tim Donahue documentary on Netflix, I trust none of the four major sports leagues. Goodell is making them uh, money no matter what we think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is facts. That is facts. Uh, how long was the extension? So they're saying it's about four inches. <laughs> Dick joke. Bo, let's go. Uh, they're saying through 2027 would be the extension. Uh, where's the damn article at? Here we go. Um, if it, as reported, Goodell is negotiating a three year extension that would take him through 2027. Yeah. So there you go. Charlotte's son just got engaged. I've never been so jealous of a little girl in my life. My bad, Jerry's daughter, Charlotte's son. Oh, Jerry's daughter. So Jerry Jones's daughter, Charlotte's son. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Justin said Broncos. I got so hyped to be a fan when I moved up here, and they still shit the bed. Well, you, 
It felt like a Texan, at least. Uh, do you follow that girl with Tourette's, too? Yes, Celio. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. She's the best. I was watching her make pasta the other day. Anytime she does anything in the kitchen, I'm like, she's going to fucking stab herself in the face. Like, how do you let that chick hold a fork? No, it's scary. I'd be like, no, sweetie, you can't. Are you putting a cork on the end of it? Like, uh, what was it? Was it planes, trains, and automobiles? No, or dirty, rotten scoundrels where he's like. And he tries to poke himself in the eye with the fork, but it's got a cork on it and a patch. I'm worried about her. And it's not its not me being funny. It's uh, its true. I, this is the only thing I hate about this camera is it makes my hat look crooked. Um, And my nose. My nose is not this crooked. I just want to point that out. And D-Mod is not here to point it out either. So, good. I mean, I miss him. But <clears throat> I don't miss him making fun of my crooked nose. Because of the camera. What? By the real J Monkey. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh no. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, Justin Jamal, buddy, they got you. No, not Justin. Oh, he's one of the good ones. I mean, if you get flip, it's one thing. <laughs> Jamal's like, you raggedy bitch. <laughs> oh, I still got to uh, make Poch a mod again. That's my bad, Poch. Oh, uh, that's so funny. It still shows you're a moderator, Poch. Yeah, it still shows you as a mod. Potch, are you here? He's probably not even here. I don't even know why I'm worried about it. He's never here. But Potch, it says you're still a mod. So I don't know. Um, I'll have to fix it afterwards, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to fix it. <laughs> Demonis said I'm talking. Oh, Potch is here. Potch, do you still have your... Uh... I'd wait on the Potch thing. <laughs> Um, do you still have your mod, uh, capabilities patch? Cause it shows you as a moderator in the roles manager. So I don't know. It doesn't. What the fuck? Okay. Let me delete it. Unfortunately, some of the specified roles were unable to be added for patch. What? 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 Okay. I'll have to figure it out when I'm done. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, we'll fix it later. Reyes said bean mods are greater than Twitch mods. No. Um, what was I going to get to? Can you hold a fork with webbed hands? She doesn't have webbed hands. Uh, let's see what got, uh, Justin timed out. Here it is. Uh, Texans had zero hype. Sports media up here was talking about Super Bowl after they were Russ announcement. That is true. That is true. Jeff Bell, I need my money back. <laughs> and then Jeff Bell was like, bless up, homie. How's that feel? How's that feel with that little timey timeout? Uh, D-Mata said, you're on in the background. One of the doctors looked down and had the face like, what in the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> D-Mata's in the house. I'm, am I still on, D-Mata? Is the, is the doctor in the room? What's your what's your doctor's name? Is there a nurse or a doctor? I need you to I need you to let me know when someone's in the room and who they are. Okay? Just 
Yeah, we'll fix it in post, Posh. Um, yeah, just let because it's you know if they're not there anymore and they leave and it's weird for me to talk to them if they're not there, then it's just all for naught. I'd rather I'd rather have a rational discussion with your doctor um, while he's in the room. You know what I mean? So just let me know when he's there, and uh, yeah, we'll discuss. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, you know what? I know a way to do this, Potch. Hold on. Oh fuck the chat room. Potched. Oh, there we go. Ban. Uh, nope, that's not how you do that. How do you? There we go. Potch. Subscriber. Where's the make a moderator? Aha, mod. Boom. All right, Potch. You should be a moderator now. That that should have worked. Let me know if it did or not. It's whatevs. No, I got like eight foreign doctors with fucked up names. I can't pronounce. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Well, that would be even better. Let me take a crack at it live in front of them. I'm sure they'll think that's a hoot. Oh, nice of this white guy to disrespect our names. Oh, my God. Hey, Suze, let's go. <laughs> We got our latest VIP, people. Let's get it. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. I don't know. That's not. I mean, I need to make like a VIP thing. Like, VIT. Actually, we're going to call it VID. Who the fuck is that guy? Not that. Boom. Roasted. Not that. Emotional damage. Not that. I never heard of it. Uh, yeah, we'll have to figure it out. I need to. I need more buttons. Stupid ass Roadcaster Pro only has eight buttons. Oh, Eric Resendez in the building with the shoe check. What's up, Pippin? Timeouts are going to start flying. No, Pacha, I will not have you. I will not have you uh, abusing your powers. So, first things first, let's make Jesus, uh, aka here for you to hate 74. I like that you had to add a 74. Somebody already had here for you to hate. That person needs to get a life. Um, all right, community roles manager, add role, uh, add new. Here for you to hate seventy four. How come that didn't uh, pop up? Oh, because I copied the whole thing. All right, God damn it, uh, damn it, Bobby. I don't need that. And uh, there we go. All right, here for you to hate seventy four is a VIP. <laughs> Dunskis. That is awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Much appreciated. Okay, Barry, show us your dad's shoes. That's my dad's shoes. Right there, buddy. I always hate that I have to like reach for the button and be all smooth about it. Like you guys can't see it, but the button is like so I gotta be like slide over and make sure I don't hit the wrong button because then some shit like this would happen where I'd be like wonder who spent the most channel points i don't know that's a good question that's a good question all right here's the shoes uh all right so we have our new vip the latest and greatest is jesus who was the first again 
Jesus is the most recent at one minute ago. Potch became a moderator three minutes ago. B. Hannon got VIP yesterday. Cece was uh, remade a moderator 14 days ago. The, uh, the very first VIP was Mark G. <laughs> yeah, Mark, what's up? Mark said, I was the first VIP, bitches. He was. Absolutely he was. That's what's up. All right, this is shoe check. Here it goes. You ready? I got the I got the black bear on deck shirt on. Yeah, just uh just rocking the plain old black bear on deck, but threw the hat on to go with it. So, you know, guess what? Your boy had to go all black and whites. All black and whites. Uh Air Force One mids. Not my favorites by any stretch. This would be a good shoe to try that wrinkle thing on. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we rocking them black and whites because you know you got to match. Daddy got to match, and so all this matchy matchy. Um, but this is the one and only pair of mids that I have, and it'll be the only pair of mids I ever own. I tried them out, didn't like them. I rock the lows. I prefer the lows. So next time I need black Air Force ones, I'll be buying lows. Uh, excuse me. Um. Oh, Mark said I went on a crazy sub gifting extravaganza. And you created the VIP. Well, there you go. I was the first Triple Crown VIP. It went noticed. Triple Crown VIP. Oh! On a... On a... I don't know how to pronounce that. Damn it! Thank you for the follow. On a monopia. Nope, that's not it. On... On a... Fuck, how do you say that? Damn it, my bad, sir and or ma'am. I apologize. Thank you for the follow. I love you. Uh, Alan Denson to VIP. <laughs> oh, what? 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 <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go over to the community tab. We go to roles manager, Adnu. Alan Denson, hello. Wait a minute. There's a lot of Alan Denson's in this bitch. I gotta make sure I get the right one. Uh, where's Alan Denson's photo? I mean, damn it. What? 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 Damn it, Bobby. What? Uh, okay. It's the little Godzilla thing. Okay. Oh, shit. Stop it, you stupid ass. All right. Add new. Oh, Alan, you're already a VIP. Well, no wonder I couldn't fucking add you again. <laughs> Alan, you're already a VIP, bro. Alan, you've been a VIP for 10 months. <laughs> Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Alan, you fucking, you've been a VIP for 10 months, buddy. <laughs> Let me go to the fucking channel points and uh, I gotta, I gotta read. Give I gotta give these back to you. Manage. Uh, let's see. How do you do? Review request queue. There we go. All right. Shoe check. Uh, to, let's see. Um, make me a VIP. Terrence is now a VIP. What? What? Let's go. Oh my God! Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Terrence. <laughs> Let's 
Pull off your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. All right, Terrence J's our next VIP. Somebody said, what do you get for a VIP? Uh, initially, we were I don't remember what we were doing, um, but we're now we're redoing. Um, okay, got it. VIP save. Dunskis. Terrence, thank you. Uh, we're redoing it. I think it's going to be like the, I'm going to have a VIP sticker made that we're going to get in the mail to everybody, and then it'll be one other thing. I I, I don't remember. Let me look it up. I, I sent it to, to the team, but I don't recall. It got, all got kind of paused because we're trying to get through these three events, and then we're going to. Because Jenny, my mom, is on my ass. She's like, what do I send VIPs? I don't know yet. What do, I'm like, hold on. We'll get to it. I promise. I don't know how to give Alan his points back, though. Alan, you kind of got fucked in that regard. Alan steps away, step away from the weed and the shrooms. That's nice. Alan said I'm the first double VIP. Alan is the first VVIIPP. Well done, Alan Denson. You're a VVIIPP. Well, well done indeed. Jared said, can I have my back? No. Uh, I saw a kid. It's his first winning season ever as a Kings fan. Oh, no shit. Well, you know, you think about it. That makes sense. There's, there's, there's fans and kids and people, um, who, you know, depending on how young or old they are, never seen their team have a winning season. That's pretty crazy when you think about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anamuyos. I'm just going to call you uh, Anam. Anam said, pronounce as you will. I promise to be of no assistance. Um, Kings fans rejoice. So you're a Kings fan, huh? Now listen, man. Uh, I had Joel Blank on, uh, have him on every Thursday to talk NBA. And we were talking a little bit about the Kings last week. And one of the things I'm going to be curious about is what are the Kings going to be in the playoffs? Can they be trusted? Are they going to be a legit two seed? Aren't they a two seed right now? Are they going to be a legit two seed? Are they going to hold up their end of the bargain? Or are they going to run into a, a six, eight seed Warriors team and, and just fold and collapse? That's the real question for me with the Kings. Not what they're doing right now. You know what I mean? Like, Good for them. Don't get me wrong. Good for them for having a great, a hell of a regular season. But how do they hold up? How durable are they going to be in the playoffs as far as what they've been able to do in the regular season? That's the million-dollar question. Uh, can I have my back or allow us to buy one? What? Uh, I think we should get VIP shirts. Okay. Or allow us to buy one. <laughs> 2x VIP greater than mods. <laughs> uh, Reyes said that it was the black koozies. Yeah, originally I was doing the black koozies, but then I realized um, that's not going to work. Uh, what the fuck? Because you ever realize how dirty your keyboard is? Good lord. There's a lot of dirt falling out of that. Good God. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna figure it out. So for those of you that got them, cool. But um, I think in the long run, it's gonna end up being like a. Oh shit! I don't remember. Don't get me lying. I gotta look it up, and I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Terrence said, "Sack, what's up, Terrence? Terrence's uh, sack is going to fold like they were in the late '90s, early 2000s against the Lakers. I live out. Th I lived out there during that time. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hold on. Let's look it up. 
let's look and see what the Sacramento Kings. Let's see if there's anything that we can determine. Uh, just based off of, again, I'm not watching Sacramento Kings basketball every night. But let's just take a gander at what this team is doing. And uh, let's see if we can pick up a pattern. That's not the right thing. Hold on. Click on that and get this over there. There we go. There we go. Uh, Brian Pettis says, someone send Barry a new keyboard. No, it's, it works great. It's just funky. It's just dirty. Like, it, it's a... It's a, it's a good little keyboard. I got no complaints with it. It's I like it. It's I like it. I don't like a big keyboard. I don't like a big. Well, this one's like flat, and it's uh, you know, it's I dig it. It's a gaming keyboard, but I don't I don't game anymore, so it was uh, a little overkill, but whatever. <laughs> oh, defense is bad. Kings won't be uh won't be Vegas's favorite first round. I bet. Yeah, you think so? All right, well, right now, oh, the Grizzlies are a, are a two seed. Okay. I wonder if that changed to last night. I feel like Kings lost. And uh, let's see. Let's go to scores. Yeah, I feel like Kings lost and Grizzlies won last night. Today's Tuesday. Monday. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Yep, Grizzlies won. Kings lost. That's what it was. Okay. That makes sense because they were a two seed like a day ago. Kings lost to the Jazz 128-120. And uh, Grizzlies beat the Mavs. Boy, look at that. 12 points for the Mavs in the fourth quarter. Where you at, Total Dallas? Where you at? 12 points? Come on. Let's let's discuss. Jeez. Uh, and that's with uh, a Kyrie Irving on the floor. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Kyrie Irving had 28 points. Uh, you had Hardy and Wood with 20 each. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. They scored 12 points in in the in the fourth. Um, let's see. What's I gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Sacramento at the third seed right now. They're a plus 2.7 differential. And uh, Anam mentioned, Anamanapia mentioned in the chat, not a good defense. Points per game right now, uh, they are giving up 118 a game. Only the Spurs are worst in the West. So that checks out. But, but the reason they're a plus 2.7 is offensively, which is crazy to me. When you think about this, uh, and and we talked a little bit about this, I don't know, what was it, a month and a half ago, two months ago, in regards to the Kings, that you look at them and you're like, how is this the best scoring team in the Western Conference? When you think about the Warriors and and the Nugs and uh, you know some of these other teams that you feel like can fill it up, no, I mean, I guess it goes down to you give up a lot of points, you get the ball more. Score more? I don't know. Um, but they're averaging 121 a game. And when you look at the roster, there's there's nobody that hold on, where is it? Uh nope. You look at the roster and it doesn't you it it you don't look at this and go, oh well, yeah, fuck. Look at all that. Look at all that scoring. It's just like they're a really good scoring basketball team. They run a really good offense. And for those of you that have watched them play, maybe you know, like, you know, I, I know the only time I've watched the Kings is 
watching Rockets games. And I'll tell you this. One, they're relentless on the offensive side of the ball. Two, they can absolutely shoot. Absolutely shoot. And um, and they get buckets, man. They they get to the rim. It's uh, it's pretty clear. Warriors coasting on the road. Yeah, we talked about that with Joel Blank the other day too, Amos. In fact, I got a video coming out tomorrow on social media where we talk about just that of the Warriors, somebody to be feared in the playoffs. And Joel's point was not on the road. Not on the road. What are they going to do? They still don't have Andrew Wiggins, so that'll be good when they get him back. But uh, yeah. So right now, who would uh, who would Sacramento get? Right now, game's back. They are the three seed. So uh, you look at the playing game, it's Mavs, Wolves, Thunder, Jazz. So you would have what? Four or five matchup would be Suns, Clippers. Eh. Uh, it would be Warriors, Kings. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I could see them being a dog to the Warriors in that, in that. I mean, they would have home court advantage, which is obviously. Uh, a bit of an advantage for the Warriors because if you look there, there's the Warriors away record. Look at that, eight and twenty nine, eight and twenty nine on the road. How is that a thing? Uh, I mean, the Rockets and the Spurs have won six games on the road. This is that level of bad on the road. The the Pistons have won seven games on the road. I mean, that's where they're at. Single digit wins this late in the season on the road. That's terrible. And then you flip the script, they're 29 and 7 at home. So, yeah, they kind of, I mean, if you look at it, they the Warriors definitely need home court advantage. Um, Sacramento uh, at home is 21 and 14 and 22, 22 and 14 on the road. So about the same. So they're, they're you know, they fare better. I'd be curious to see what the matchup was. Um, let's see, Skedge. I want to see what they look like against the Warriors on the season. How many times have they played on? I want to see that. Let's see. They got one more game against the Warriors coming up. Second to last game, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, I only saw the one up there. There we go. Golden State. So they beat the Warriors 122 to 115 at home. Uh, lost to them on the road. Did the Kings 116 to 113. Oops. And then there was one more up there, right? Yep. And then lost to him again on the road. Okay. So when they go on the road to play uh, uh, the Warriors, they lose is how this is checking out. They got one left, and it is at home. So they will have split two and two. Damn it. Get out of here. Damn it, Bother. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Brian Pettis said, what are the Bulls doing? Yeah, good question. Let's uh, let's go look at, let's see what the Bulls are doing here real quick. And get that back. Damn it. There. And Bulls are now 10th. So they're in the play-in, but they're 10th. They're, uh, they're putting up 113 a game, uh, allowing 112. So they got a plus-minus ratio of one. One three in a row. They're six and four and... Uh, I think they lost ball for the season, obviously, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Yep, Lonzo Ball out uh, the rest of the season. Caruso's day-to-day. Javante Green's day-to-day. So there you go. Um, damn it, my screen just went blank again. Stop it. 
Yeah, there you go. So there's what the Bulls are doing. Missing Lonzo. Yeah. Ah, mods, don't forget to find a raid. Thank you, Reyes. Well done, buddy. With about 30 minutes left. Good for you. Well done, Reyes. Uh, have you heard the Wiggins story? No, I haven't. Uh, I, I know he was missing for something, and I, I don't recall seeing what it was for, Amos. Let's look it up real quick. Andrew Wiggins. Let's see what they say. Andrew's NBA star's partner calls out sick rumors. Now, this is news.com.au. Cheating rumors. This is five hours ago. This is Andrew Wiggins playing tonight on Hoops Habit. Moses Moody earning minutes as Warriors evaluate Wiggins. Says, what? I, I, what is it? Respect Andrew Wiggins' privacy. Is it because he cheated? New York Post, one day ago. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Andrew Wiggins' girlfriend, uh... Michael Johnson calls internet sick place amid stars absence. Okay. Uh, Warriors Andrew Wiggins remains away from the team due to quote personal reasons. His girlfriend is speaking out against false rumors online and a message posted Thursday on Twitter. Uh, Michael Johnson. Is that Michael? Yeah, it's gotta be. Call the internet a sick place is shatter regarding Wiggins's absence from Golden State continues. The internet is a really sick place. Well, what are they? Oh, Hello. Hi. Uh, <clears throat> what are the rumors? Johnson posted a separate note Friday writing the farthest thing from the truth. It's sad y'all you've been doing this. And 20 year old Johnson also reposted a tweet that said, don't believe everything you read on social media. Johnson, a former basketball player at the University of Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. Well, what's a goddamn rumor at? Yeah. Uh, Anamanapia said, I would have tore down the bulls and tanked for Wimbe. Everybody should have, uh, but there's no guarantee though. That's the thing. Look, as a Rockets fan, I got excited for a half second. And then I remembered bottom three teams get the same amount of ping pong balls. So you not even, you don't even have a one in three chance of getting it because other teams still get ping pong balls. So it is a true crap shooting lottery. Here you go. 28 year old was listed on the Warriors injury report before the loss to Grizzlies on Saturday with Golden State for personal reasons. Athletic last week, uh, uh, the Athletic reported last week that one anonymous Warriors player said what he's dealing with is some real shit. Earlier this month, Warriors coach Steve Kerr said that he hope is that Wiggins returns the season. We're giving him some space for able to come back. What's the goddamn rumor? Wiggins and Johnson have been dating for nearly a decade. Couples shares two daughters. Joel. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Justin celebrated with Wiggins. Okay. I don't, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing matters. Hello. Uh-oh. Hi. All right. Um, be a professional, Barry. Wah, 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 wah. Wiggins played a crucial role. What's the fucking rumor? Uh, Amos, are you going to tell me? Because I couldn't find it. Uh, yeah, I see nothing. I, I got nothing here. I don't see it. I don't see it. What is the rumor? Rumor is his friend's father, one of his kids. 
Rumor is his friend fathered one of his kids with his girlfriend. Oh, wow. That's what he's dealing with is that. the So the rumor is that one of his friends, one of his babies is his friends. One of the babies that he thought was his with his with Michael Johnson is a friend's. Ba- oh, man. Well, that's pretty easy to solve, though. Like, that's real easy to solve. Just get a paternity test. That's I don't understand. Fairy on deck, what do you think about Neil Brennan getting heat over First Amendment joke? I, I haven't seen the joke. Uh, do you have a link or something? Whisper it to me. Not like, the joke, the password is joke. Yeah, no, like, send me the send me the uh, thing over in the little inbox dealy, in the whispers. And, uh... And I'll do it. Uh, okay. All right, chat. I need your opinion while we're waiting on that. Jerry Springer will let you know. Yay! What's up, poor Marie? Long time no see, man. Good to have you back. Yeah, just go on more. He said, "Dick Willie." See, exactly. Um, that's easy to. That's an easy one to solve. I thought the rumors were going to be like, oh, you know, he he um part of his his workout routine is. You know, he, he 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 does weights in the morning and cardio in the evening. And then for lunch, he sprinkles um, d- children on his cereal. You, I don't know. Like, just fucking what? That's nothing. That's nothing. Just a little infidelity. Raising a kid that's not yours. Who isn't doing that? What? Oh, my God. I had to sneeze and super loud, so I have to mute it. Okay, this was a weird story. I forgot who sent this to me. I think it might have been P. Rand Dizzle, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Patrick Randall might have sent this to me. Icy hot on the bung rumor. Oh, what? What? Um. So this was a story all about how. No. Um. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me ask just the dads in the chat. Oh, daddy. I just borrowed this picture from the New York Post. That's what they used for the article. A father. Oh, father. Dost thou love me no more, sir? A dad cut off his 22-year-old daughter's car payments. After learning that she is stripping in college. Hey, what's up, Brian? Appreciate you, buddy. Said, hate to jet out, but my, uh, but maybe, I'm sorry. I don't mean to answer your, what? 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 Brian, I have no idea what that says, buddy. Um... No idea, but if you're leaving, I appreciate you, homie. Thank you for being here. I hate to jut out. Uh, this is one of those trucker mud flaps. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. So, um, a dad cut off of his cut cut off of cut off his 22 year old daughter's car payments after learning that she's stripping to pay her way through college. He posted this on the Reddit. <laughs> Did Brian stroke out? Um, yeah, he posted this on the Reddit's am I the asshole? And if you've never seen that Reddit has a board 
where people go and ask questions like, hey, am I an asshole because blah, 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 right? So, uh, oh, Brian said, uh, PP, my daughter's got homework, so I got to get out. All right, homie. No, that's all good, man. That's my bad. I just had no idea what uh, what this one was. I still don't know what PP is, but uh, I mean, I know what PP is, but like, uh, but this one was like, hate to jet out, but my B, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to answer you. Fucking titter. Fucking daughter titter. I don't. Yeah. I think <laughs> for reason, I think Brian is using speech to text. Um, Maybe if that speech was talking in clicks. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, have your daughter, have your dollar throwing daddy pay for that shit. <laughs> um, so would you do this? Jared, you have a daughter. Would you cut, would you really like, I'm not paying for your car payment if you keep stripping. Well, um, is it because of the fact that she's stripping or because she's making money? <laughs> Brian said, kids got my phone. Just ah uh, man, just it's all good. I just fucking with you. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, good luck with the uh, with the homework, bro. I don't know how you do it, Brian. I you're a better man than me, man. This is why I don't have kids. It's not because I think they're gross. It's not because they try to murder you in your sleep. It's because they bring home homework, and I'd be like, man, I don't know what the hell that is. Common Core math, bro. I don't even know regular math. Uh, love you, buddy. Be good out there. We'll see you uh, tomorrow, hopefully. So, yeah, a uh, a dad said, am I the asshole? He shared that a co-worker informed him his daughter has been making money while attending college by stripping. The man whose handle was living with horse confronted his daughter who's living on campus. He said he asked her to stop gigging as a dancer, saying he should saying she should work at McDonald's and not use her body to earn money. I asked her to quit and get a decent job. She refused and said stripping was easy money, so basically I said there was no need for me to pay her car payment since she's making money so easily. She got upset and said that wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that. I told her to figure it out. So who's the asshole here? I mean, if your daughter's like, I don't know, I can do what I want. I'm a grown-ass adult. Okay, well then pay your own fucking car payment. But if I'm paying your car payment and I don't want you stripping, then you ain't going to be stripping. But let's be real. She can sit there and say, I'm not, I'm not making a, that much money. Uh, well, first of all, what the fuck do you drive? Because if you're a stripper, a couple things. If you're a stripper and you ain't making enough money to pay a car note, and I don't give a fuck if that car note is, you know, or even $700. If you're a stripper and you ain't making enough money to pay your car note, one, maybe you have, you, maybe you got too much car note. You bought too much car, maybe trade it in and get a cheaper one Two, um, maybe stripping ain't your thing. Maybe go work at a library or, uh, you know, get you an office job. But if people aren't willing to give you money to look at your titties, you might not have good titties. That's all I'm saying. You know who doesn't make as much money at strip clubs? Ugly strippers. 
I don't. I feel like I. I feel like I just spoiled that for some of you, and I'm sorry. I am. Now, ugly strippers do make. They they make pity tips. That's what they get. They get pity tips. It's like, oh, look at her. She's. That's sad. Same thing with dude. It's like, oh, look at this little fella. He's all chubby and got no dong. Let me give him an extra dollar. Here you go, fella. But like, yeah, I think and this is not this is not uh, a female male thing. I'm talking strippers in general, dudes, chicks, both, whatever. Ugly strippers don't make money. It's a fact. Look it up. Google it. Ask Jeeves. I don't care. Dick Willie said chubby, no dong. Yeah. yeah. That's a terrible stripper name, too. Ladies, please welcome to the stage, chubby, no dong. And he's like, what's up, girls? Bam, bam. And he's just showing his W-2. Hey, what's up? I, I can be fat and have no dick because I'm rich, bitch. Like, yeah. Um, as a father, hail to the now, to the now, now, now. So John Dory says, hail no. Okay, but let me ask you this, John. Is it because you don't want her stripping or because she's making money and ergo she doesn't need your money if she's making money to pay her bills? Which is it? Because I feel like, I feel like, I feel like if you're making money enough to pay your bills, then I shouldn't, as your parent, yeah, you can pay your own bills. I don't give a shit. Right? Now, if it's just because I disapprove with what you're doing, that's different. Now you're just being a controlling dad. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say you're being an asshole because I feel like some of you in the chat might be controlling dads. And I don't want to be that judgy, but. Uh, Dimata, who is a, a probably an authority on this, Dimata said, you are absolutely right, Barry. Believe me, I know. You need to be halfway decent with some nice assets. And yeah, Dimata, out of all of us in this stupid-ass show, Dimata would know better than any of us. Uh, you know, it's like they say, when you're when you're gambling, scared money don't make money. Same thing with poker. Same thing with business. Scared money don't make money. And there's another saying in the finance world, ugly strippers don't make money. So that's the two main, that's the, I mean, really, of of the months and months uh, that I spent in economics class at Lone Star University. <laughs> All right, it wasn't a university. It was a community college. Lone Star Community College. <sighs> that's what I learned. I learned a couple of things about uh, the economy and economics. I learned that the invisible hand, uh, a theory by Adam Smith about the economy will always prevail no matter what. It's like people that are saying, we're going to lose all of our jobs to AI. No, you're not. There's going to be a whole new set of jobs created. Are you going to have to adjust? Are you going to have to pivot? Are you going to have to say, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this and learn how to be an AI engineer or, uh, or they actually have what they call prompt engineers. It's already a job that they're paying for. I wonder if they're going to see. I wonder if that's a, a AI prompt engineer job boom 
AI prompt engineer for the Boston Children's Hospital is a job you could go get right now. AI prompt engineer on Upworks, paying $18 to $40 an hour. That Boston Children's Hospital job is full-time, includes health and dental and paid time off. AI prompt engineer at Upworks. I mean, there's 23 more jobs listed on Google for AI prompt engineers. So when people tell you that, oh, these new innovations is taking our jobs, it's like when robots started making cars. People in Detroit were like, this is bullshit. They, they took our germs. No, they didn't, motherfucker. Now you just got to be a robot technician. Yeah, that's called the invisible hand of the economy. The Adam Smith invisible hand. That's what it is. It's not, yeah, some jobs go away, but new jobs are always created. It's the invisible hand. So I learned that. And then the other thing I learned is ugly strippers don't make money. That's the two things I got from, thank you, Lone Star Community College University. I don't know why I had the university. It's that's like saying I got my associates. Uh, I got my doctor's associates. <laughs> I feel like if if um, I know a doctor is like, well, that's uh, double the amount of of uh, years that a normal bachelor's degree is. Doctorates are eight years. I feel like if I doubled my associates, that would be a doctor's and associates, right? I'm an associate doctor. I don't I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how it works at all. I don't think so. By the way, Dick Willie never sent me the joke. He never whispered it to me, so. I thought she was stripping to pay for college, Mimi said. No, she was stripping to pay for her. I mean, that's the cover story, Mimi. Uh, I'm working my way through nursing school. I'm going to tell you right now. That whole theory of uh, I'm stripping my way through nursing school. Let me tell you, there should be a lot more hot nurses than there are. Okay. If all of these strippers throughout the land, if all of these strippers that are working their way through nursing school were honest with us, when you went to the strip club, there'd be a, a, you know, one, it'd be a safe environment, but when you went to the hospital, these nurses should be a lot hotter. There's not that many. The ratio of hot nurses to strippers is not the same. So somebody's lying. Okay. I don't know. Now, I would also like to point out my wife is super hot. She's a nurse, not a stripper. Uh, so that that doesn't count. <laughs> Poor Marie says she got a master's degree in polls, doctor of finance. There you go. I just posted a pic on Discord how to not go drive through. Oh, shit. What'd you do, Brian? The hot ones awake make way more money stripping. Yeah, than they do being a nurse. 100%. That's why they never become a nurse. Uh, the good looking nurses are never the strippers. That's true, too. You know what's weird is I always I, I do that joke on on stage about uh, <clears throat> getting my you know getting an ultrasound of my balls and the ultrasound technician was like this cute girl named Jessica and it was true, uh, but man, I had a chick come up to me after a show and was like I think I did your ultrasound I was like no you didn't, and she was like this blonde chick and she was really cute and then like uh, another uh, ultrasound tech came up to me after a show 
And she was like, that story is so accurate. And she was super cute. And then just in Austin, these two nurses came up to me and were like, oh, yeah, it was an ultrasound tech. And she was cute. I was like, I got to ask you a question. Are all ultrasound techs, one, are they all female? And two, are they all hot? She was like, yeah. I was like, I've kind of noticed that trend. Is that a is that a requirement for the job? It's like, oh, if you're going to be an ultrasound check, you've got to be hot and have a degree. Like, what? Uh, there's just all of, like, I don't know why that's where all the hot chicks go. Maybe that's where all the strippers go. All the strippers are like, I'm working my way through nursing school, but then they all just become ultrasound techs. And the other ones are like, ah, I work the ER. No. Uh, the hot strippers always have the most headaches from stalkers. <sighs> Todd said I'm staying away from this topic. Okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Dick Willis said, oh, my God, that happened to me, Barry, when I had an ultrasound. Like, hot as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's super weird. And then they're, you know, I mean, you'd have to hear my whole bit. I'm not going to do it on, on the show. I used to work in radiology. I remember two hot ultrasound texts. That's it, Celio, two? Come on, fam. You weren't looking hard enough. Mark said anesthesiologists are all hot women as well. Uh, I'm trying to remember when I got my butthole looked at. Was the anesthesiologist hot? <sighs> no, because I would have said... Hey, are you going to be looking at my butthole too? Because at least I'll have something to dream about. But I didn't say that, so I'm pretty sure she wasn't hot. But there are a lot of hot anesthesiologists. That's a fact. What are the ugliest doctors? Um, no, not going there. Uh, Celio said that was out of like three. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so like... All the old two hot ultrasound texts out of three. Okay, so it checks out. That checks out. Yeah. Um, Barry on deck. I think you saw my nurse wife in Canada. Granny panties in a row. <laughs> oh, that's great, John Dory. That is so funny. Oh, that's good times. Um, these new nurses really like that. <laughs> a little bit, huh, Amos? New nurses, you like, look at this, look at this. Todd is an ultrasound tech. That's not true. Todd is not an ultrasound tech. He just plays one on the radio. Oh, look at uh, D. Mata said, I got my balls ultrasounded three times. I remember two hot ultrasound techs. So the ratio was like a two to one. Okay. Uh, uh, they were all, they were all kind of cute. Okay. So not hot. Well, kind of cute, hot. It's all relative, d -Mata. Hey, what's up, Sensei Bullrock? Good to see you, Potch. <laughs> I see it, Potch. There you go. Flip never fails me. Flip, flip is my alarm. Flip lets me know when it's time to end the show. Flip, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, Flipperoo. Flip is uh, not a man of the people, but he's a man of the host. Everybody's like, God damn it, Flip. Damn it, Bobby. My nurses were pretty good looking, and they all had to clean my butt and balls. 
I didn't need that visual on the way out, Demata. Damn it, bro. Ugh. Now I got a vision of Demata's balls and butthole in my mind, and I gotta go cook dinner. So I guess we're having spaghetti. Alright, man. I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you had a good time. never fail me with a good, funny question. And I hope I never fail you. Uh, Rob said, great show. Thanks for the exclusive hat. Do not get these people pissed off. People be like, what the fuck? Uh, raid Wheelhouse. They'll never know us. I would not raid a show on ESPN 97.5 to save my fucking life. You can bring my cat Oliver in here at gunpoint and be like, ESPN 97.5 or the fucking cat gets it. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss him so much. Oh, God. What's up, John Doy? Thank you, buddy. Uh, thank you, D-Mod. It's a great last hour. Good way to end surgery. Love you, buddy. Please, please get well soon, buddy. Seriously. All right. Uh, if we don't have a raid, let's see. We'll be raiding uh, Crazy Becker Repacks and Better Network and all this. Scroll, scroll. I want to send you guys somebody. D'Lo and KC, that's ESPN. There's somebody doing some chat GPT shit. Got nothing, fellas and ladies. Got nothing. Darts are almost over. Uh, I think that dude, Dev, just went live playing Madden. Damn it. Rolling. But nothing sports talk related, huh? I just don't understand it. How am I the only sports talk show in English that's not also a radio station in this entire fucking country? How is that possible? On Twitch. I mean, literally, at 4.59 in the afternoon on a random-ass Tuesday, I'm the only one talking sports right now that's not a radio station and is in English? Like, this just makes no sense. Yeah, I don't get it. That's baffling. Dude, I'm literally looking in the sports category right now. Just anybody. I don't give a fuck. Anybody in English talking sports. Not gaming, not a radio station. Okay. 
guys. I love you. I appreciate you. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with me as always. All the best. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. Enjoy the raid. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.